MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, second day of November. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A Philadelphia Correctional Center has come under close scrutiny after two inmates managed to escape the facility back in May, and it was all caught on surveillance video. The newly released video shows the actual moment the two inmates walked out of their cells at the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center and crawled through open parts of the prison to avoid detection. 19-year-old Amin Hurst and 24-year-old Nasir Grant escaped on May 7th. Hurst, who had been charged with four counts of murder, was arrested after 10 days. Grant, held on conspiracy drug and weapon charges, was taken into custody four days after the escape. So the average manual for a prison, doesn't it say there should not be openings? Right. <laughs> right. I think that's the point. <laughs> the two escaped through a gap cut in the fence that had been there for several, uh, nearly seven weeks. Hey, are we going to do something about that gap or I, what? Right. Uh, and had been notified by prison staffers at least four days before the escape. The district attorney of Philadelphia, Larry Krasner, said during Wednesday's hearing by the Philadelphia City Council's Committee of, on Public Safety. Krasner explained how the inmates escaped, including showing video of them opening cell doors that were supposed to be locked with inmates inside for the night. Video also shows them walking down a hallway and crawling towards a door as another prisoner, also out of his cell, acted as a lookout. One guard post in the cell block was unoccupied and another guard monitoring the unit also had to watch two other areas, Krasner said. Uh, another guard later reported for duty but fell asleep but didn't conduct uh, required prisoner counts, which allowed the long delay in detecting the escape. They said the original plan was to pretend they were sleepwalking, Kathy? <laughs> Four people have been charged uh, with helping the escapees. Krasner didn't announce any new arrest on Wednesday, but said that the investigation is ongoing and that he would present council members with more details in private. I think it's wild because it, it looks, it's such a, you watch the video, it's so rudimentary. They are, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's what a kid would do to elude his parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They just crawled out. We don't hope they don't see us. <laughs> and uh, It's a good thing they don't have cameras. It is. They're like army crawling out. Yeah. Well, uh, well, all right, so I wasn't trying to escape prison, but uh, oh, no? when I was in high school, we had swim practice at 5 o'clock in the morning. And there was one morning I got there, and I just did not feel like practicing, and it just wasn't going to happen. And the locker room was on the the lower level of the of the natatorium, so I snuck up the steps, right, (laughs) and I start army crawling. Right, there is about a um, I wouldn't even like maybe a foot lip of before where the banister or the railing is around the whole pool, where you would be visible, (laughs) right? And I'm crawling. I, I figure nobody can see me. Right, right, right. Because right. they're all down below, but I'm army crawling, right? And then I just kind of like look up as I'm about to get to the door, and I see my swim coach, Kevin Spiker, who listens, by the way, standing on top of a swimming block watching the, the whole thing. <laughs> I have no idea when he started watching. I have no idea, but I just like look, glance up, and he's just like, oh, okay. I'm going to let this kid go. I'm going to let this kid go. This is entertaining. I've got this one. No one knows. <laughs> what did you do after? I, I, I just got up and I just walked out the door. I was like, ah, whatever. So did you leave practice? I left practice. 
So your, your swim coach <laughs> casually was a better guard than these guys. Yes, yes. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> All right, moving on. A jury in <laughs> Illinois ordered Chicago-based ConAgra brands to pay $7.1 million to a Pennsylvania woman who was badly injured in 2017 when a can of commercial brand cooking spray ignited in a kitchen at her workplace and set her aflame. Wow. The verdict issued Monday in favor of Tammy Reese of Shippensburg is the first of numerous other cases from burn victims across the country with similar stories citing accidents that occurred with ConAgra uh, made cooking spray brands, including its popular grocery store brand, Pam. Reese was working at a social club kitchen in May of 2017 when suddenly and without warning, a can of swell cooking spray exploded into a fireball causing burns and injuries, according to the lawsuit filed on her behalf. She this stopped. isn't swell. Yeah. No, this is anything not but swell at all. Not goddamn sweat at all. Yeah. She suffered deep second degree burns on her face, uh, head, arms and hands and scar tissue continues to constrict her movement six years later. I thought when this story came out that, that she, like she was spraying it near an open right, flame right. or something, that Same. it was just sitting yeah, there and combusted. exploded. Yeah. Um, so my daughter had, uh, you know, the um, uh, dry shampoo? Yeah. That exploded on Really? Just completely, just, and it wasn't around on flame or anything like that. Wow. Now, luckily, she, she only, you know, got like a... Like less than first degree burns, but still, it's so crazy because wow. last night I spent over an hour trying to get a stick of dynamite to light, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't do it. Yeah, it wouldn't That's do weird. Uh, the Chicago-based company must pay three point one million dollars in comp- compensatory damages and four million in punitive damages to Reese uh, Conagra Brands is the parent company of Pam and many other high-profile food brands, including Ready Whip, Swiss Miss, Hunts, Chef Boyardee, and Slim Jim. The company said in an uh, emailed statement that it disagreed with the jury's verdict and that the safety of our products and our consumers is always a top priority of ConAgra. We continue to stand by our cooking spray products, which are safe and effective when used co- uh, correctly as instructed. We are evaluating our legal options, including appeal, the statement said. Hmm. Smith said that there are more than 50 pending cases against ConAgra from other burn victims across the country and that the company has refused to issue a product recall for the defective cans. If you're headed to the gym, you may want to consider leaving your bags at home or storing them in the trunk of your car. Co- car while you're working out. Police in Springfield, Delaware County say that they have been uh, there have been three thefts in three days at the LA Fitness on Baltimore Pike where thieves are monitoring people and their bags from the parking I lot. thought of Casey you you were robbed, right? You were yeah, years well, ago. the bag ended up showing up uh, um, but I, I didn't oh, really? lock it in the locker yeah, and sometimes I'll open a locker at the gym and they'll just be closed and stuff. I'm like, right, right. just go, go buy a freaking padlock. I don't understand how people, why people well, they're, they're do saying, that. They're saying to not even lock it in the... Don't bring it in. Don't even bring yeah. it in, they're yeah. saying. Uh, so uh, the chief uh, poli- chief of police, Joseph Daly, says we've had guns, we've had high-end jewelry uh, of some of the items that have been stolen. Why women bring this bling to the gym with them? I don't know, he says. I laughed when I saw the comment because I don't think... I, because I'm somebody who used to have all of my jewelry with me and it wasn't because I was bringing it to the gym and I needed to put it on after. It's just you're coming from, coming work, from work that day. Yeah. You're wearing it. Yeah, had sure. it on, you know, yeah. whatever, and I just kind of would throw right. it in. You can leave it with us. <laughs> but you shouldn't be able to even gain access to the locker room well, that's a, unless you're a member. Yeah, so they were saying that they do have people that check names at the door, but they're saying that people must be able to to kind of slip by. Uh, in one case, the stolen items were worth more than $200. Springfield officers are investigating a string of locker thefts that were reported on October 26th, 28th, and 29th between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Um, police are saying that these thefts are even more brazen than most. Uh, the crimes could become an even bigger issue if thieves get their 
their hands on someone's keys or wallet, then they'll have access to your home car and identity. While there are cameras inside the gym, there are none inside of the locker room. Police are warning that you should be vigilant while you're at the gym. Take note of who's coming in and out of the gym. If there is somebody wandering around the gym and they're not working out, either it's uh, somebody at my gym that I know uh, or chances are that they're casing the place. I can see someone gaining yeah. access to the locker room by saying my name is Lionel Allen Fitness. <laughs> Mr. Fitness is here. Oh my God, Let the owner. LA Fitness. Lionel Allen. Lionel Allen Fitness. Oh my God, he's here. Let him in. You get fired. There's a guy at my gym who just comes and walks around. He sits on a chair. He reads, really? He reads a book. Um, I don't ever see him work out ever. But, oh man. But he's there. He's at the gym. Have you ever made <laughs> a mention of him or you don't want to get involved? Uh, uh, no. Oh yeah, no, they all know. Oh, they all know. Yeah, he like, no, he he's, he's hard to work out. Um, no, he's like a little skinny guy. No. Why don't you offer to train him? Hangs out. <laughs> I'd like I, to train you. Every once in a while, he'll get on something. I don't know if he like if it actually is like lifting the weights or like he'll get on a machine. But sure. no. yeah. but yeah. He, he, I've seen him sitting in a chair reading a book before. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks it's a lot. What's all this exercise equipment doing in my library? Uh, police are advising people to leave valuables at home or put them in the trunk of your car before you get to the gym. They're saying don't even do it while you're in the parking lot because that's where they are. They're sitting in the parking lot and they're watching you. Huh. Uh, LA Fitness Management says they are working on getting more people uh, to monitor the front entrance and doing more frequent locker room checks. In sports this morning. in franchise history, the Texas Rangers are the World Series mm-hmm. champs. You guys psyched about this? Yeah, yeah. Way to go, guys. Parade. Corey Seager connected for his team's first hit in the seventh inning. Nathan Aovaldi pitched six strong innings, and Mitch Garver broke a scoreless tie with an RBI single in the seventh. The Rangers won the team's first championship in their 63-season franchise history by beating the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-0 in Game 5. Marcus Simeon homered in the fourth, uh, in a four-run ninth, and the Rangers finished 11-0 on the road this postseason after three straight wins in the desert. The Flyers lost to the Sabres 5-2 last night in South Philly. Owen Powers scored the tie-breaking goal early in the third period. What the f*** is this? Paige Thompson had a goal and two assists, and Brandon Byro scored twice to help the Sabres win. Joel Farabee and Cam Atkinson scored for the Flyers, who have lost three in a row and five of their last six games. Carter Hart gave up two goals on five shots and left the game midway through the first period with a mid-body injury following a collision earlier in the period. The two teams will play each other again tomorrow night in Buffalo. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And the Sixers return to action tonight. They're hosting the Toronto Raptors at home. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Heidi then. Thank you very much, Kathy. It's a Thursday morning. Um, we have something really cool happening. We have a, an announcement to make uh, around 9 o'clock. We have a concert announcement to make. Yeah, so we'll have uh, all that information for you. Make sure you stick with us during the program at 9. You won't want to miss this one. It's a pretty big one. We also have Marissa Magnata at your access this evening because Marissa has got an appearance. She's doing the Thursday night kickoff. Oh, those are always wonderful. Yeah, these events have been great. Uh, everybody who has uh, been a part of one has told us what wonderful uh, evenings they've had. So tonight, Marissa's in Bucks County. She is going to be at the Iron Oven, and that is in Southampton. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. 
And if you'd like to join Marissa, uh, she'll be there from 7 to 9 tonight. And she will have free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green t-shirts. Nice. To give away. And uh, you'll be registered for if you'd like to be. Uh, for a chance to win a pair of Eagles tickets for the November 26th game against Buffalo. That is courtesy of our good friends at Bud Light. So you have to be present to win. So get your ass there tonight, 7-9. Uh, the Iron Oven in Southampton, 21 and over uh, in order to enter for that. So Marissa will be your host this evening. So we'll remind you about that. And like I said, the uh, the announcement uh, coming up around 9 o'clock or so. Uh, other than that, business as usual. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Stupid question and entertainment stories galore as we await that arrival of a little bit of daybreak and a Thursday morning. We'll be right back. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, let us see. We are going to give away for the stupid question this morning. Pair of tickets to see our buddy Tom Papa. He is uh, performing the Good Stuff Tour Friday, February 16th at the Keswick Theater. Uh, The question, an easy one, if you know anything about presidential history, what was Richard Nixon's middle name? Mm -hmm. 215263WMMR. This is when you call right now. Richard Nixon's middle name. Call if you know the answer. We'll mention birthdays. Today is Thursday. It's only the second day of November, and we will begin with, from heart to heart, Stephanie Powers. Stephanie Powers? Has her birthday. She's today. gorgeous. Yeah, Mrs. H. Mrs. H. Oh, she is God gorgeous. damn. Um, I gotta tell you, I've done stuff to myself I regret. Uh, Rubbing real hot. This is uh, Max, the driver, and uh, essentially the butler for the the hearts. He opened at the beginning of the show with a little dialogue. Yeah, he explained what the whole thing was about. Robert Wagner and how they met. And it was, uh, what I love is that Amy Poehler uh, did a remake of that exact opening credit sequence. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah? Oh, right down to everything. Right down to them driving side by side. And I think matching Porsches they had. Mm, And, uh, you know, and Max says, uh, this is Mrs. H. 
She's gorgeous. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're going to have to excuse me a second. <laughs> I got to uh, go. I mean, I'm telling you, man, she's a fine-looking woman. Uh, Stephanie Powers is 81. When she's in the shower. If I go around the back window, oh. I'd uh, best not to get into it. Uh, she is 81 today. Uh, you know who else's birthday today is? A friend of the show. We have not talked to him in years, but it's Pat Croce's birthday oh, today. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lives uh, in Bucks so, County. He lives in Bucks County? He lives in Bucks County now, yeah. In oh. like a cabin-like house. Really? Yeah. He, he was building it for the longest time. Yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, I've seen pictures of okay. it. I mean, it's not a cabin like you're thinking. Right. <laughs> Trust me, it's a beautiful Oh, cabin. no, 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 not that. I just thought he lived in the Keys. Yeah. I thought he was no. uh, still down in FLA. I mean, he may still have a place there, but I, he has a, a nice house here in okay. Bucks County. Is he still doing treasure diving? I do not know. I Actually, I ran into his son not that long ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who said to tell you guys all hi, but... Uh, um, yeah, we'll have to catch up with Pat sometime and see what's up in his world. Uh, he's celebrating his 69th birthday today. Wow. And I'm sure he's in fabulous shape, as he always of is. That's his thing. Uh, we also have a few musicians celebrating birthdays today. Reginald Fieldy Arvizu, the bassist of Corn, turns a year older today. And he is 54 years old. So, Corn. Celebrating his birthday, Fieldy turns a year older. Yeah. Uh, the great drummer of the Dave Matthews Band, Carter Beauford, turns a year older. 65 years old. He is a monster drummer. He is just insanely good. How many years have we wanted to get him on the show? I oh, remember 20 you. 20 some odd years. Playing me the Carter Beaufort Drum Clinic. It was on VHS. It was yeah. maybe the second or third year of the camp out for hunger. Yeah. I'm not even a drummer and I was riveted. Yeah, he is. He's pretty damn amazing. He's under the under the table and drumming is what that was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So he turns uh, 65 years old today. Not only that, he, he sings hard. When uh, when the band's playing, he's he's a super multi talented guy. You can go to a Dave Matthews Band show and just watch Carter and be entertained. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty electric. So happy sixty fifth, Carter Beaufort. Uh, another musician uh, from Poison, bassist Bobby Dahl has his Bobby birthday. Dahl. Yeah. Uh, he turns 60 years old today. Was Bobby Dahl the one who was originally a, like a hairstylist? Uh, that, it was either him or Ricky Rocket. Yeah, it might be Ricky Rocket. I think it was Ricky Rocket, yeah, yeah. the drummer. But uh, they all had fabulous, some of the best 80s slash 90s hair ever uh, in that band. That's why Steel Panther is so spot on. Oh, yeah. They, they totally copied that look. So happy birthday to Bobby Dahl of Poison, who turns 60 years old old today. Uh, from the TV show Dexter, I know you loved that show, Casey. Yeah. Um, Lauren Velez, who played Captain uh, Maria... La Guerta. La Guerta. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she turns 59 years old today. She was also in Oz as well and a few other things. So happy birthday to her. Uh, we lost uh, Matthew Perry recently, so it's probably a bittersweet birthday for David Schwimmer. Today. David Schwimmer, yeah. Yeah, he turns uh, 57 years old. And I saw a... A post of some things that uh, Matthew Ed Perry had said in his in his recent book about each of his cast members, and one of the things that he said about David Schwimmer was um, he was kind of the guy that advocated for them to get their salaries up to where it was. Right, right, right. He had said he could have gone on, and 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 he, for some reason, I guess he was 
I consider the best of the actors on the show. I don't know. That's David Schwimmer or Matthew Perry? No, David Schwimmer. Okay, this yeah. What, this is what uh, Matthew Perry was saying. Yeah, about I can see David that. Uh, he yeah. was like, he's like, he could have gone and gotten all this for himself, but he advocated for all of us, and we all That's ended awesome. up getting the million dollars a week. Yeah, they had the exact same contracts, all of them, and uh, which is pretty amazing. Uh, I, I thought he was great too in that Friends reunion. I, I think uh, is Max running. Um, the, the all, uh, or putting all of the, the uh, seasons of Friends up? I feel like they were up somewhere already. Okay. Um, I think they were already up, but what they have done, Steve, is they've put a little um, uh, a little uh, pre-show role about Matthew Perry. Like, okay. Uh, they've, I, I don't know what it is, but I read something about it the other day. I don't know if it's just text that mentions Matthew Perry, or maybe there's a short little video that they made, but it's going to run before every single episode. All right. Uh, so David Schwimmer is 57 today. Uh, musician J.D. Souther, who I really wasn't familiar with until I saw that Eagles documentary, that two-part documentary. Yeah, yeah. And how important he was uh, to the band. He wrote some of their songs, uh, co-wrote, and they covered some of his songs. But he also performed and worked with James Taylor and Linda Ronstadt and that whole Laurel Canyon uh, group, that, that Southern California yep. sound. Uh, he was also an actor on the show Nashville as well. Uh, he turns 78 years old today. Uh, and then Steve from the world of Riverdale, uh, Marisol Nichols, who played Hermione Lodge. Oh, okay. Cool. I guess that's Veronica's mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is uh, 50 <laughs> years old today. And then the last birthday, I saw it's kind of funny this pops up because yesterday, uh, Kingsman, the first movie was on. Yeah. And I was watching it and the gal who plays Eggsy's mom, uh, I was, I'm like, she's a very attractive woman. Uh, so her name is Samantha Womack. She's and gorgeous. Apparently she's gorgeous. She's in that and the Golden Circle movies, but apparently she was a big TV star in uh. England. There's a show called EastEnders, I believe. Yes. She was on like 700 episodes or something ridiculous East like Enders. that. It might still be on now. It's yeah. been on for a long time. So she is 51 years old today. I assume it's like a soap opera or something. Yeah, and that's really exactly sure. what it is. Okay, so yeah. she's 51 today, Samantha Womack. Alright, we'll see if someone knows the answer to the super question. We're looking for Richard Nixon's middle name, 215-263. WMMR is the number and we will go to Ed to see if we can get the answer to that. Ed, uh, good morning. Good morning, bitches. Hey, bitch. <laughs> All, right. All right. What is okay, Richard? Then. What was Richard Nixon's middle name? Milhouse. Milhouse. Yeah. Yes, thank you. That's one. No shad, bro. By the way, I almost went to. There was another caller that said it was uh, Milhouse sourdough. <laughs> oh, right. So I did not know there was bread. It's Richard Milhouse sourdough Nixon. Uh, we just lost him. I don't know why, but uh, uh, that's, that's their problem. All right. Well, anyhow, <laughs> that's their problem. We're going to set him up with a pair of tickets to see Tom Papa <laughs> the Good Stuff Tour Friday, February sixteenth at the Keswick Theater Glenside. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. We're going to start with this story. Brooke Shields opened up to Glamour in an interview published on. On Wednesday, uh, about the fact that she suffered a grand mal seizure in September. This September, and woke up to found uh, to find Bradley Cooper holding her hand. Huh. Uh, she was waiting for a table at a restaurant in New York City when the incident occurred. She said, two women come up to me. I don't know them." And then everything starts to go black. I said, then my hands drop to my side and I go head first into the wall. Jeez. I start having a grand mal seizure, frothing at the mouth, totally blue, trying to swallow my tongue. Uh, she said, the next thing I remember, I'm being loaded into an ambulance. I have oxygen on and Bradley effing Cooper is sitting next to me holding my hand. How cool is that? Uh, she... <laughs> 
Yeah. She said. I mean, I'd probably have a seizure. It's probably the only way we can get him back on the show. Yeah. Would you mind having a seizure, Kathy? He um he just bought a house in Bucks County. No kidding. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Wow. She said, I couldn't really get any words out, but I thought to myself, uh, this is what death must be like. She said, you wake up and Bradley Cooper's going, I'm going to go to the hospital with you, Brooke. And he's holding my hand and I'm looking uh-huh. at my hand and I'm looking at Bradley Cooper's hand in my hand and I'm like, this is odd and surreal. <laughs> uh, she'll said that the seizure was a result of low sodium after she drank too much water. So that that happened to yeah. me. So I didn't have a grand mal seizure, but I, when I passed out on the show, that's what the doctors at the hospital told me, is that I had not been taking enough sodium, but I'd been drinking too much water. Okay. Mm. All right. Same thing. I thought you had the vasal vega reaction. Y- yes. Is that the same but, thing? But I was weak. I was more susceptible to that because okay. of that. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's pretty gnarly Crazy. that that happened to her. So, But, but Bradley was on the scene there. Man. Uh, yeah. How about it? Who here will step up and have a seizure to get Bradley on the show? <laughs> All right. I'll do it. All Kathy fine. and Nick will both do it. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. have a day of, of people who should be back. Well, you know, we like Wanda Sykes. We could probably throw a rock and hit her house. She's never been on the goddamn show. <laughs> well, listen, if Bradley's moving to the area, we... Can you work it? We're going to have to. We'll, we'll Keith, get don't you M. Night Shyamalan to do it for us. <laughs> I have a phone number that perhaps belonged to some either him or somebody that he knew. Right. Uh, it's That's Vern Troyer's accountant. Yeah, and I have had uh, Marissa text it from time to time. We, it, it, you know, he's so funny. Sometimes he just loves to play these games. He with does, us. and this is where he doesn't respond. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't really want to so come on the show. He's yeah. and that, he's, yeah. but that's our thing. Yeah. He got that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a jokey. But you, you know, know years can pass, and he will pick right back up with pretending he doesn't know us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's just he, like it was. If he has a house here and he's moving here, we're getting him back on. Okay. All right. All right. Sophie Turner is embracing the single life amid her divorce from a strange husband Joe Jonas, a former Game of Thrones actress, was spotted kissing <gasps> British billionaire oh. Peregrine Pearson over the weekend in France, according to a photo published by The Sun. That's the way to rub it in. You start making out with a billionaire. In the picture, Sophie wrapped her arms around the 29-year-old aristocrat as he pulled her in for a kiss. I want to kiss you. She, he, you want to kiss me? <laughs> uh, she wore a... You want to kiss me? I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? You wanna kiss me? I want to kiss you. You're not great conversationalist. No. Uh, she wore a long black trench coat with matching loafers, a red baseball cap, and he wore. Uh, she wore. She's her, a Phil's fan. She wore her blonde hair and a side braid. Uh, Peregrine also wore a long black coat as he and Sophie stood near her car while smooching. So, Kathy, read this body language of this picture here. Uh, who is more into this kiss? <laughs> yeah, he, she is leaning backwards. She's like, no. Yeah. Like her, did her, you like, smoke a cigarette? Her chin is even kind of yeah. pushing. Yeah. Oh, god, oh, uh, oh, um, billion dollars, okay. millionaires. <laughs> Later that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie and Paragon. Paragon reportedly attended the Rugby World Cup together in England, where she helped present the trophy. The outlet reported that the duo arrived together. Uh, a source said uh, they stood there for a few minutes and were chatting and laughing a lot. <laughs> he then took his hat off and leaned in to give her a big kiss. After the kiss, they parted ways. Uh, for Joe's part, he was performing with his brothers Nick and Kevin Jonas in Anaheim, California for their band's tour. And uh, during an October 29th concert, Joe officiated an on-stage wedding for one of
one of the band's members, their percussionist, Molly Lopresti. Uh, so that's what he was doing. Well, she's off and running then, man, and she's making out with billionaires. Uh, yeah, it's pretty quick. All right, so we should have some audio for this. While uh, Mean Girls fans are still patiently waiting for a big screen reunion of the hit film stars, they've just gifted us with the next best, next best thing. Lindsay Lohan, Lacey Chabert, and Amanda Seyfried have come together to reprise their roles in a new advertisement for Walmart. Uh, promoting the chain's Black Friday shopping event, fans of the film find out what Katie Heron, Karen Smith, and Gretchen Wieners are up to now. Uh, Lindsay said it was so nice being back together after all these years. It was great catching up with everyone. Lacey added, it was wonderful to spend the day with Amanda and Lindsay, and it was so much fun to reminisce and be together again after all these years. So let's play uh, the audio, some of the audio from this. It's a great spot. They actually did a really solid job. Very well done. Here we go. At North Shore, some things never change. On Wednesdays, we still wear pink. But now, we shop Walmart Black Friday deals. Buckle up. Karen Smith here with the weather. There's a 30% chance it's already Wednesday. This wasn't regular shopping. This was deal shopping. Back to you, Chuck. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing, Kevin Jr. Even as the guidance counselor, I was still getting schooled. Gruel. Huh? What's gruel? Oh, it's nothing. <laughs> uh, it's it's really well done. They play off of some of the tropes like fetch and stuff like that. All of that. Uh, yeah. Some of the mathletes are in it, uh, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Daniel uh, Franzese, who also replied his role as Damian Lee, added, uh, we think fans are going to be super excited to see us after all these years, and I know that we are excited to everyone uh, to see what we've all been up to. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, seeing this, like I was like, I don't know, do we need a, uh, a revisiting of this? Uh, I'd kind of... Yeah, I'd like to see it, maybe. It could work. Yeah, yeah. It could work. And so the spot's like over two minutes long. It's yeah. this extended commercial, and they, they have some fun. Uh, so if you get a chance to take a peek at it, I think you'll you'll get a kick out of it. Britney Spears is thankful to her fans for the success of her new memoir. The Woman in Me was released on October 24th. It is sold 1.1 million copies through its first week on wow. sale. That's, That's pretty good. Huge. Well, they leaked a whole bunch of good stuff. Uh, she said, I poured my heart and soul into my memoir, and I am grateful to my fans and readers around the world for their unwavering support. Uh, the audiobook, which includes an introduction by Spears and is narrated by actress Michelle Williams, has become the fastest-selling audio product in that publisher's history, by the way. This is Gallery wow. Books, which is a division of Simon & Schuster. Wow. Yeah, so... Due to the memoir's popularity, a fourth printing of the book is already in the works, and this will bring the number of hardcover copies uh, in print to more than 1.4 million. So they leaked that audio of uh, Michelle, well, not leaked it now, it's out, but Michelle yeah. Williams reading it, and it was, it's, it's really good. Uh, the memoir has been named a bestseller among the New York Times, USA Today, and the Indie Booksellers. In addition to the book's U.S. success, it's also been successfully uh, successful internationally. Simon & Schuster published the book in the U.K., Australia, Canada, and India. In, in England, it's Ian McKellen that reads it, Preston. Um, oh, no way. I didn't know that. That's really? Really? Does he cover all there the things? I was standing on stage. <laughs> I know they were looking at my boobies. It frustrated me, but I had to gyrate holding that yellow snake. <laughs> the snake. I forgot about that. 
Uh, before the books... Oops, I have clearly repeated my earlier actions, <laughs> which is my way of saying I did it again. That is correct. Before the book's release, uh, Spears spoke to people uh, exclusively about a memoir mentor. She said, over the last 15 years or even at the start of my career, I sat back while people spoke about me and told my story for me. She said, after getting out of my conservatorship, I was finally uh, free to tell my story without consequence from the people in charge of my life. Well, speaking of that, though, I wonder if she addresses in the book, like, her life now, because, you know, people talked about that conservatorship, and at least from, you know, an outsider looking in mainly on social media, she looks a little nutty, and like, I think, I, I would like to read this book, but I'm like, is it... Well, it's it's clearly going to uh, obviously she's favoring herself obviously yeah, so this going she's going to be uh, I I think there's probably a, a happy medium that should exist because somebody helped her <laughs> Kathy somebody took the meme uh, somebody took the video of her dancing with the knives in the most bizarre flailing way I I'm sure she thinks it's interpretive dancing but they placed her in uh, like on uh, the aisle of an airplane as if she's giving directions. Uh. <laughs> It's right. hilarious, right? It's friggin' hilarious. I so, said I wanted to do a, a book club with for this book. For, yeah, I've you never should. been in a book club before. But I'm like, I want to do a book club so we can discuss Britney Spears. Yeah, well, it's uh, <laughs> I mean, it's sold yeah. one point one mil in a in less than a week. That's Think of the revelations, the the, the 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 abortion supposedly Justin Timberlake's story, all that stuff. Did she talk about the time that she uh, gave uh, Fred Durst a blowy in a helicopter? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Really, That's is she the one thing I, I heard about her is that I think she might have been dating Justin at the time, and so uh, g- mm. gave some mouth action to. Uh, wow, that's depressing. Yeah. Um, she did it all yeah. for the. <laughs> I, I do not know what all, you know, just the excerpts that we've uh, touched on, so we'll have to see what all uh, dirt is in there. But I, I can't believe she's going to add things that are going to really make Man, her... Man, I'm really terrible. Yeah, so who knows? I'm straight out of my mind. Uh, this was interesting. According to Page Six, succession actor Alan Ruck drove his truck into a pizza place in Los Angeles on <laughs> Tuesday night. Not on purpose. Photos show the front of the truck uh, embedded into the side of the building. This is the rock truck? Houses uh, Ruffalo's Pizza. Uh, the Los Angeles Police Department told the outlet uh, four cars were involved in the collision. No major injuries were sustained in the crash. Steve, I know you love uh, when I have a story for everything, uh, but I do have a friend who drove his car through a pizza place one time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it was that, uh, where's that pizza place? I believe it was the one right by where Iguana Nightclub is. Do you guys remember that on Route Jersey? 70? I do. Yeah. I, I do remember Iguana. Was it maybe like King of Pizza? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. King of Pizza? Yeah, right yeah. across from there. Did yeah, he drive it through King place. of Pizza? Yeah. Yeah, apparently, I think it was that one that he okay. went into. Yeah. He just couldn't wait? Yeah, he, he was very fast. Dude, he was like, pepperoni! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he joins the, uh, the list of celebrities like Alan Ruck. He's in the Ruck Club. Somewhere in this story, there's a Ferris Bueller joke about putting the car in reverse or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, right. I, I can't, uh, I'm not good at well, that. Well, Nick, Alan Ruck will always have a special place in my heart because because of him, I now have a state-of-the-art garage door. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. he did knock. that commercial. He did the commercial, the yeah. Ferris Bueller commercial, and I bought that garage door. Were you about to do a knock knock joke? I don't know. I was just working on it. He said, "Well, there we'll work something all joke there. in there." Okay. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll uh, right. break into bring it back to the lab. Yeah. So Julie Louis Dreyfus spoke with Wall Street Journal magazine in an interview published yesterday about surviving stage two breast cancer. The Seinfeld star shared that she laughed upon receiving her diagnosis. Uh, she said, "I mean, it felt like it was written. It felt like it was a horrible black comedy." 
And then it sort of morphed into crying hysterically. Mm-hmm. Uh, she announced that she was cancer-free in 2018 after having a double mastectomy and six rounds of chemotherapy. Uh, now, five years later, the actress said, I find myself living more mindfully. It's not like it's yakking at me all the time, but there is more laser focus. Uh, but at first, she was uh, so shocked by it that she was laughing when she got it. I am curious to see, especially with all the upheaval at Marvel and all the things that they're doing and not doing and putting on hold. I'm yeah. just, I want to see how they weave her in, her character more into the universe. Yeah. All right, and then uh, one last thing that I have for you, and then we'll get to the clips. Amy Roback and TJ Holmes are moving forward with their careers after they both left GMA3 following uh, the news of their affair, if you remember the story, yes. of course. Uh, Scandalous. So the pair shared a joint post on Instagram yesterday revealing that they're releasing a podcast oh, together. Oh, it's awesome. Alongside a photo of the couple, the caption reads, How's this for Instagram official? And then they have the hashtag. It's a very candid video. Uh, they have the hashtag silent no more. Uh, Amy and TJ, December 5th. Listen on the iHeartRadio app and everywhere podcasts God, are heard. I have every confidence it's going to be riveting. I'm sure. Yes. They are a good-looking couple, though. If you Definitely. Look at she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. She she's is, gorgeous. She's amazing. You know, she was married to Andrew Shue. Was she? Yeah, she she landed in Andrew Shue. From uh, Melrose. Melrose Place. Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Shue's brother. Yeah. And how about that? And look, all the other shoes. Look at her now. All those shoes. <laughs> so many shoes. And she went with this dude. All right, we're ready for our clips. Priscilla. Tells the true tale of Priscilla. How do you say her last name? Bolu. Oh, oh, oh! Her, her maiden yeah, her name. Maiden, yeah. Uh, Bo, what is her Bo, name? B e a u l i e u. Bolu, right? Yeah. Bolia. Bolia. I'm not sure. Anyhow, yeah. Uh, tells the story of her and Elvis Presley through her eyes, and in this clip, actor Kaylee Spaney discusses how she prepared to play Priscilla through the different stages of her life. That's the whole movie, in a way, is watching her arc and watching her go from this young girl to this um, woman who sees things more clearly on the other side. So so really, I don't know, just taking that time and prep to, to understand what I was going to do physically and where she was going to be emotionally and try to map that out as best as I could. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. So Priscilla will be really to theaters tomorrow. Nice man, you're, you're 13, but you act like you're 14, man. All right, here's the next clip. The new rom-com, What Happens Later, is about ex-lovers Willa and Bill, who are snowed in at a regional airport overnight together. Here, actor Meg Ryan discusses being on set for this movie. I heard Hugh Grant once say that being in a rom-com is like being a balloon in a world of pins. <laughs> And I think that you just don't want it to be pins. And right. um, that's, I think our set felt really good and it sort of just created this environment where we could be really free and, and really agile. It's not funny! What <laughs> Happens Later is out in theaters tomorrow. I wonder how this is going to be. I'm curious. She is really good at rom-coms. I'm curious too. I'm wondering how, I, I, the, my main thing is how she's going to look. She's going to look. How, she gonna how look? distracted by her I face. Know. I know, it's too bad. I mean, that's what I deal with when people, they, they walk up and, okay, I, am I going to like this guy or am I going to be distracted by his ugly yeah. face? Can well, I touch it? Can yeah, I touch it? Yeah. Why did yeah. you do that? Well, the face has to make sense for the, who the character is, right? 
because her face obviously has had work on it. And if she's just like a, you know. No, she's part platypus. Okay. Movie, so right. it works out. Oh, my gosh. It was like watching, um, Casey, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, oh, my gosh. What's her name? That 70s show. Um, uh, Laura Prepon? Yes, Laura Prepon in um, the the show. Uh, the Orange is the New Black? No, her, her and her friend uh, worked at a news station, and they would go back in time, like back to the 80s. Mm-hmm. Firefly Lane. Yes, it was Firefly yeah, Lane. And it was so, it. For me, it was so, I loved the show. I watched it from start to finish, but it was so hard to watch her. Because uh, of this, Back the, the in the work? 80s, because she had so much face work uh, done. So like, when they would, she? yeah, when they would flash, when they would flash back, it yeah. just like, it didn't make sense at that time. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. It's honestly why we decided a long time ago not to get any of that work done. Don't do it. Just, <laughs> you I mean, know. Though everyone was age saying, do gracefully. something. <laughs> gracefully. Gracefully. All right. So um, we can make fun of you. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that's it. That's the last bit of the entertainment report. We're going to take a break. Don't forget we have a concert announcement coming up around 9 o'clock. Info you will want to know. So don't miss out on that. We'll be back in just a moment to hang out through the morning. We got a beautiful sunrise happening. Stay put. Hey gang, it's me, Dracky Bam Bam, the world's tallest elf. I'm asking that you join me as MMR rocks the 42nd annual Delaware Valley Abate for the Kids Motorcycle Toy Run. It's happening this Sunday. We're going to get the bikes lined up on Columbus Boulevard and Spring Garden right outside of Cavanaugh's River Depth starting at 8 a.m. And then at noon, I'll be waving that flag as your Grand Marshal, and I'm so honored I will lead the parade of thousands of bikers on a 10-mile beautiful run with live bands playing along the route, including Vinyl Logic, Spare Parts, and Don't Go Boys. We'll end up at Rivers Casino, and that's where we'll deliver the new and unwrapped toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots program. All the details are at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Tonight, you can join Bruce McNatta. She's going to be my little girl. At the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, and you can uh, hang out with her. (laughs) <laughs> oh man! Just hears from across the bar, <laughs> and then cringes as Gary arrives. Uh, seven to nine tonight. She'll be at uh, the Iron Oven in Southampton, and uh, there's free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green T-shirts, and there'll be a chance for you to win uh, tickets to the game against uh, Buffalo on November 26th. That's courtesy of Bud Light. You have to be present to win and 21 and over for that event. So tonight, Iron Oven, seven to nine. Join Marissa Magnata. <laughs> but that game that they're giving away tickets to, that is the second and last uh, Kelly Green game of the season. I, I love that co- Kelly Green I know. color. I love I the know. shirts that I they're giving out. I was so disappointed because I thought they were going full Kelly Green this season. Yeah, so did I. And uh, when I found out that it was only just two games, I was like, come on, man. Come on. Get the fans what they want. What? <laughs> what? All right. Um, so I would like to, if you guys wouldn't mind, chat a little bit about uh, an event that is rapidly approaching, less than two weeks away, the Camp Out for Hunger. Mm. I wholly endorse your choice for this topic. Excellent. So we have been preparing for this event for the past several months, trying to squeeze in meetings in between all the other things that we have going on just to kind of be prepared and get ourselves ready for this 
year. As of now, knock on wood, the one the long term forecast looks pretty good. It does look uh, very you good. You never know until we, you get like the week of, but uh we're yeah. pretty happy so far. Yeah. Happy. Um, and believe it or not, uh things are even a little bit bigger this year uh for Camp Out for Hunger as far as the footprint and the layout and all that. And we're gonna return to more events at night. Yes. For camp out after dark. And we're, Love this. We're, we're putting up lights, yeah. right? No, that, when the lights, lights go, go out, when the lights go day. down in the city. In the city. Okay, I was wondering why you chose this particular song, but it's just fine. When the lights <laughs> go down <laughs> in the city. Uh, so- that was, yes. that was insanely high. I would say uh, uh, this. So we've been wanting to do this. And, it, it, you know, prior to the couple of years, Preston, um, we had to obviously bring things in for COVID and had to be very austere and, and uh, limited. Uh, and so uh, pe- people may have started coming to the camp out during that time or didn't quite know what it is. You know, it's, we sometimes think that everyone knows what camp out is and, and the circus that it can be. But one of the important aspects of, of the camp out was the evening, the activities that we do in the evening. So this is awesome. Yeah, so we uh, we would like you to participate in any way, shape, and form that you can. Obviously, coming down for the live broadcast during the morning is great. Yes. Uh, but if you can come by in the evening, we have some things planned. Now, after our show each day, Pierre Robert is going to be doing his show, and you can come and hang out for that as we, well. We would love to see you out there. We want to reinvigorate all that, because now we can. Yeah, and Brent Porsche will yes. be broadcasting his show as well. Jackie's going to be coming down on a couple of occasions. He'll be dropping by and then he'll be doing I think his show on Thursday I night. I think it's Thursday yeah, night. So, at least a bit of it. So we have some things planned and we're working on uh, filling in all the cracks uh, between now and next week and getting things in places but I just want to reveal some of the uh, activities that will be happening and what you can participate in at uh, outside of the daytime stuff at Camp Out for Hunger. So we'll start with Monday. Monday night. Now, this is the first time. This will be our third event that we've, the th- third time we've pulled this off. Food trucks and fireworks. But the first time we've ever done it on a Monday night. Yes. So we're starting the week off uh, with a firework. With a bang. We're starting it off with a bang. Uh, and the whole thing is presented by our friends at Five Below. Which They're awesome. So we are going to have, and, and each year we learn a little bit more about what we need to have to make it the perfect environment. So uh, this year we have 12 food trucks that are going to be vending, and it's a whole new lineup. It's all different food trucks this year. Last year I think we aimed a little too high. We had like 15 or 16. and No, we had 20. Yeah. And we found out that uh, yeah. that was too many food trucks. I, I was, you end up gorging yourself to death. And, oh, yeah. And, and this is, you're, you're talking incredible food. It's just an amazing night. And then obviously... It, and we had about a thousand people there too. It, it was it, huge. It could be my favorite yeah. fireworks experience simply because yeah. okay. of your proximity to them. Well, and Celebration Fireworks, the the people that put this on, they are the real freaking deal, man. They, I, I was blown away. I get it. By, you get it? Yeah. No, I was literally, yeah. I was blown away by the fireworks display last year because I didn't get to go the first year. Remember, guys, I was sick. Yeah. You were yeah. dying. And I, was, I was over in the Navy Yard yeah. and I could see it off in the distance, but it didn't do justice. But, you know, those giant fire plumes and all the things that they do, I, I it was one of the greatest fireworks displays I've ever seen. And they're adding even another dimension to it. If things work out, if clearance works out, there's going to be a whole other thing set up with this. Do you want to tease? I don't. Yeah. I want, I would, I'd rather not and, and be disappointed pointed if it doesn't happen but i'm gonna 
I, when we, as soon as we find out, I, I yes. You know uh, what I mean? I know what you're saying. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So last year it was awesome because uh, our old boss, Jim McGuinn, who was the PD when the, the whole Camp Out for Hunger started, he came out to food trucks and fireworks. And sitting there with his wife and his child, uh, who's not a child, he's a young man, yeah. uh, and him just going like, I... Because he, he, he moved away. He, he moved to sure. Minneapolis, and then he came back, and, and he's like, I cannot believe what this thing has turned into. Yeah, totally. that's from yeah. the beginning. But, but yeah, that alone, to, so to start the week off that way and, and, and press yeah. him, what, what would happen is a lot of people would say, okay, well, I'll wait till later on to come down. We're starting it off Monday night, and then we keep going. So it's not just the food trucks and fireworks, but also, have we confirmed uh, the music side of things? Is that happening? Yes. Do we know? Yeah, just got a on, thumbs up. On the side stage is... Uh, the FM band. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Kyle's band is going to be performing. They're awesome. They are. A, that's Kyle singing. They are. They are a party freaking band, man. They're tremendous. Yeah. And you know how good Kyle is. Oh, my God. And Skelly's Amusements and all of that. Xfinity Live is serving beverages. Yeah. So there's going to be plenty to do. And that's Monday night, folks. Part of the reason why we have to do it on Monday is that uh, the Wells Fargo Center has stuff going on on yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And so uh, I, I was reminded last year when we did food, food trucks and fireworks, when we were testing stuff out in the parking lot, <laughs> there were employees of the Wells Fargo Center walking from the Wells Fargo Center over to, like, the yeah. septa station. And these <laughs> explosions were going off and fireballs. And, and I was impressed by what what the fireworks display was. But I, I don't know if the employees of the Wells Fargo Center enjoyed it as much as we well, did. remember, that's when we shot the video of the explosion yeah. going off behind. Us. Well, and then and Eric Simon in our promotions department made the point that we have to do it on Monday because um, uh, they don't want to set those fireworks off when people are parking for the Sixers games on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> I tell you yeah. what, I'm gl- I'm I'm ecstatic that it's on Monday Me because too. it starts the week off the right way. Yeah, with a bang, with uh-huh. a bang, <laughs> when the lights go out in the city. All right, so that's Monday, and the fireworks show will start at eight. It's like uh, I, I think it goes till it's I don't remember how long it was. It's like, not that long, 10, 15 minutes, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, but it's uh, it's impressive, uh-huh. and they and they choreograph it to rock tunes and stuff. It's really cool. And in case you're unaware, we're down there. We we are oh, there. Yes. We want to meet you. We want to take pictures. We want to see you. You're gonna love the food. And again, if you're any kind of fireworks uh, maniac. You're going to freak out. Yep. So that is, uh, that's Monday, and this is uh, Camp Out After Dark. Now, Tuesday, we're going to try something we've never done before at Camp Out for Hunger. And uh, this is uh, an idea that uh, Nick and Casey really wanted to see happen, and it's coming together. And this will be inside of Victory Beer Hall at Xfinity Live. It's Camp Out for Hunger Quizzo. Not Tuesday. That's, that's Wednesday. It says Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's wrong. That's, uh, that's incorrect. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday's, right. Well, hey. Tuesday's we, movie night. Oh, Tuesday. Why'd you do that? He was going to go back and oh. Oh. <laughs> rewind. It's okay. Go okay. past this part. <laughs> Tuesday is the return of movie night. Yeah. Man, we lost some of our thunder, didn't yeah, we? No. we did. No, we didn't. Nobody we noticed. Did. And Kathy, I blame you. Nice work, Kathy. All right, so we're going to do a movie night. It's one where we've uh, been talking about for a little while. The Xfinity mobile screen uh, is this wonderful setup. It's a huge screen, as you can imagine, with this full sound system. And uh, we, we've tried to figure out something that would uh, that would be uh, a fun movie to show. And we kicked around a bunch of different titles. And we settled on one that we've been talking about trying to do for years and years in a different um, way. But we've decided to camp out for hunger is going to be the best way to do it. So we are going to be showing on the screen... Tuesday night, <laughs> Step Brothers. Yes. yes. The Adam Lost McKay. Raptor. 
the Adam McKay classic. Good uh, housekeeping. Our good friend and uh, John Stamos. We know that it's uh, not necessarily suitable for all audiences. We're, it's going to be it's going to be the original version. Oh yeah, everything included because that's the way to do it. So yeah. if you think you're you you, you you're more than welcome to bring whatever, but it, just know that we're going to be flying uh, you know full. Yeah. So if you if you've got kids and, and you're concerned about the material, uh, just just a heads up that 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 it will be the unedited version <laughs> that we are going to air. Which always frustrates the hell out of me when you see it and it's on like Comedy Central and you yeah. realize they've chopped the crap out of it. So here's what you need to do. Bring chairs and blankets. We're going to be sitting outside watching this and like I said, for, fortunately the weather forecast as of now is looking favorable and not crazy cold. Uh, but we're going to be supplying free snacks from Asher's Chocolates and Philly Pretzel Factory. Yeah, right. That is so awesome. As well. So there will be snacks and, and stuff to, had, to be had. I mean, you can bring stuff you want, but it's, we're going to have stuff there for you. Yeah, we got to work on hot chocolate too. I think that would fit in perfectly. I think that would be great. Outdoor movie. But we're going to do Step Brothers outside on Tuesday night. It's the Xfinity mobile screen. You are invited to come. I don't have a time here as to what when we will begin that screening, but so, we'll get that information okay. hammered out and we'll, we'll pass that along to you. Now, I'll bet you can't guess what's happening oh, on I bet Wednesday, you I can. Wednesday right. night. What? Quiz up! Yeah! yeah! We've never done it before! <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday night at Camp Out After Dark, we are going to do Quizzo. You know, I've never done a Quizzo game what? before. It's so much and I'm, fun. I'm, oh, kind of, I'm a it. trivia dude. You, you yeah. and I both. You I've know? never done Quizzo. I've, I've, I've watched it being played, but I've never participated. I have hosted it so many times at the, the kids' school over the last few years, and, and I love doing that, but... Uh, then I You're can't, ready to bust loose. Well, then I can't play. Oh, that's I, true. I like yeah, playing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be hosted by Johnny Goodtimes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who's Johnny Goodtimes? You guys know him? Or? Uh, he's, he, uh, he does this all over the city of Philadelphia. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And, and Marissa. And, and he provides um, good times. He does. And Marissa, she actually used to host Quizzo quite a bit. Uh, I think at Max Tavern, right? And so I think she knows Johnny Goodtimes through those channels. And also, she's so plugged in with everything Philadelphia. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it doesn't have the prize there for the winning table oh. uh, for Quizzo. You which, can reveal that if you uh, like. I'll let Nick do that because he was the one who secured this. We're pretty excited, actually. It's going to be a fully catered suite to a Flyers game. I think it's November 28th or 29th, but uh, later in the month. So Not the come- 29th because Burt Kreischer's playing Wells Fargo Center Thank that you. night. So it is, Casey, on uh, the 28th, Friday, uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, November 28th, fully catered suite at the Flyers game. They're playing the Hurricanes that night. And uh, yeah, so you win Quizzo that night. Um, you get to go to that game and... I cannot wait to play Quizzo. I'm pretty damn good at it. I've won several times at Christopher's and Wayne and uh, beaten Jay Wright. Every Jay Wright. Yeah. So um, anyway, Quizzo night's going to be so much fun. I'm looking forward to it. Are you gonna, you're going to play this? Hell yeah, yeah. But you can't win. Uh, but that's okay. Okay. Bragging rights. Okay. I, yeah. I can win in my mind. Well, right. you win with your team, right? Yes. Because then your team could be the recipient. Uh, bring, you- so bring your team, Steve, because uh, if your team wins, you're going to that Flyers game on November 28th. So, and an average Quizzo team size, 10? Uh, uh, eight eight to 10 max. Yeah. 10, okay, 10 max. 10 max. So, so now, we're, some of this stuff we're still figuring out, and I'm not familiar with the whole Quizzo format, but do are we going to have pre-registration, or do people just show up with their teams? That's or? a good question. We'll figure it out. Marissa has something to say. All right, but it's with John. Johnny Good Times, temporary layoffs. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and it will be inside Victory Beer Hall at Xfinity Live. So, so that's what that's Wednesday night. Alert your Quizzo buddies. If you play Quizzo with people on the regs, as they say, make sure that they're aware of this and come on down. And it's more than just bragging rights. This cool, sweet opportunity is 
very sweet. Oh, and by the way, for all of these events, we just require you make a uh, a food donation. That's it. Yep, that's and, it. So, and honestly, so bring some food, bring canned goods with you, uh, non-perishable food items, and drop them off, and you can be a part of all this stuff. Please remember, you, you hear about, obviously, you hear about the corporations and everything, and they're fantastic bringing down food, and, 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 and people think, oh, well, the physical actually bringing down food. No, that's important as well, because that's immediately processed. That goes out to families immediately. It does make a difference. By the way, when it comes to Quizzo, uh, we're going to be really strict about the rules, and when you play Quizzo, there is no phone usage whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So nope. there's no cheating. You, you, when you literally have to put either your phone in, away or in your pocket or whatever. Uh, so we're going to take this seriously. We, we want the winner to be the winner, and and because it's such a great prize, like uh, zero phone participate or zero phones during Quizzo. And it's also important to uh, reiterate the fact that uh, all these events are free to attend, right? And they're all fa- all ages, family friendly. And what's the one, one thing we yeah. ask again, as President just said, just a, a donation, a donation. Yeah. That's it. And then finally, Thursday night will be our final night there, and we're still working on putting this together, and I don't have all the details, uh, but I thought this might be kind of fun uh, and just make keep it simple, and uh, at a certain time that evening, we'll have the details soon. We've got some time to, to work this out, uh, but we are going to have a free t-shirt night. Our first yes. camp out t-shirt. We've never had an Ever. official Preston and Steve camp out for hunger t-shirt, and all we're going to do is require donation, and I'm not sure how many t-shirts we're going to get. We're going to work on that amount, so it'll be, you know, just to throw a number out there, like the first hundred people or whatever, yeah. that show up and make a donation. We'll get a free Camp Out for Hunger t-shirt that night, so we'll have details coming on that and, soon. And by the way, we will all be there, so the yeah. truth of the matter is, if you want to come down and take a picture, we would love to do that. Most we can definitely. hang, and that's that's all part of the process. That's a lot of times people who couldn't make it in the morning, and as you said rightly, Preston, there is a big circus going on every morning, but if it's not in your schedule and the evening works better for you and you want to yeah. come hang with us and get some pictures or whatever... That's the time. Every night's the time to do it, but that in particular is. Yeah, we'll all be together for that. Yeah, it's also important to uh, remind everybody that it's one T-shirt per person. You can't come up and go, hey, oh, my brother or sister or cousin wanted to be here, and they can't, you know, it's for one person. We're we're not uh, allowing people to. We're going to be pretty strict on that. So, you know, unfortunately, if you've got someone who can't make it because of of an issue, we're just, we we, got to think about. The, the, the people that are there. The people that are there and have come down, and, and that's just the way it's going to be. So, Steve, uh, earlier you mentioned that um, some people might not know exactly what goes on during Camp Out for the entire week, and, and I do want to reiterate the fact that uh, when, when the show is done on Friday, we, we're pretty much done, right? Yeah. We, we wrap up our show yeah. around 10.30, 11 o'clock on Friday morning. They need to start breaking down everything yeah. immediately. Oh, yeah, they do, and, and the reason why, part of the reason why we have it now in um, November is based on the Eagles' schedule. The Eagles yeah. have a home game this Sunday, and then they're, they have the bye week, so the tent, which requires a lot of setup and all the engineering that has to go into it, they'll start that, I believe, on Monday. Like, as soon as uh, the Eagles game is over, they're going to start putting up the tents, uh, putting up the operation. Uh, but when our show ends on Friday, uh, we're out of there. So if you want to come and, and do something during any of the nights, you have to do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday because Friday uh, night does not exist. So the night, uh, it's uh, a camp out after dark, which we love. And the truth of the matter is, if you've never been down, if you've heard us talk about it, if you've listened to it on the air... Mm. We are back fully. So when people, and you see it all the time, people who are think they know what's going on, they come down and they see it and they feel it in person. It is something wholly other. So make sure you make time during that week. You can come down, you can come down every morning if you want and, and, and watch the show and hang out after the show every morning. We are there. We're, yeah. you know, for, for, for picture taking, whatever you want. Uh, it, because honestly, it's our way of putting on this circus and saying thank you for being uh, 
so generous. Every year, making the camp out for hunger a success. Phil Abundance desperately needs this. They always say how uh, horrible things would be without the camp out, but that's not because of us, that's because of you. We just got a text from a listener saying, what week is camp out for hunger? Yeah. Uh, and so people don't know. It, it's yeah. really important to reiterate it. It's, it's the 13th to the 17th. It's not this upcoming week. It's the following week, but uh, mon- Monday, uh, November 13th through Friday, uh, November 17th. And yeah. By the way, can we reveal we have a couple of, we're, we're going to have some guests at night as well. Uh, we don't need to, uh, right? We don't need to get into Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll firm everything up, but yeah, oh, very cool stuff going on. Yep, so I'm going to run that down. Uh, I'm going to reiterate that, but real quick on, uh, for the live broadcast uh, in the mornings, um, um, don't forget we'll have uh, house bands every day, so there's music going on in between our segments, so Chico's vibe is going to be on uh, Monday, Tuesday is Jameson, love those guys, uh, and, and this these are our, our go-to bands. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday is Sidearm. Yes. Excellent. Uh, they, they had their first year at Camp Out for Hunger last year. Thursday morning, Goodman Fisk. Uh, and then we rounded out on Friday with the Super Duper Party Man, uh, Drop Dead Sexy. Uh, they will be performing live. And then we'll have some other musical guests joining throughout the week. The return of a fully robust privilege section as well, correct? I believe so. Yes, They're working yeah, yeah. on our privilege section. And uh, so to run down uh, MMRs, our President Steve's uh, Camp Out for Hunger after dark. Monday, Food Trucks and Fire. Fireworks presented by Five Below. Uh, Tuesday night is the return of movie night. We're going to be showing uh, Step Brothers on the big Xfinity mobile screen with free snacks from Asher's Chocolates and Pretzel fa- uh, Philly Pretzel Factory. So bring your chairs and blankets and everything and join us. Uh, Wednesday night will be the Camp Out for Hunger Quizzo with Johnny Good Times. That's hosted inside the Victory Beer Hall at Xfinity Live. And Thursday night will be free T-shirt night. More details coming on that. So the evenings are covered. We'd like to see you in the morning. In the evening, ain't we got got fun? fun. I want to also uh, emphasize that Marissa has been working her ass off on posting all of this information on uh, PrestonSteve.com, WMMR.com. There is a really comprehensive page that she's put together, including this calendar that Preston just went over. But if you have any questions about any of this stuff, it's all on PrestonSteve.com. And it's being updated every day. There's a full archive also of photos and videos from 26 years (laughs) of Camp Out for Hunger at WMMR.com slash Camp Out. So if you're right now wondering, if you have some questions, just go there, all right? WMMR.com slash campout, and you'll have it all at your fingertips. Yeah. I'm mean, ready to Very go. excited mm-hmm. about this. Yep. So we're, as we're, always, we're having another meeting today. Yes. Uh, we had one yesterday. We have one on Monday. We're having another one today. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, we have meetings. We're getting ready for this whole event. So <sighs> exciting. I know. I know. But I'm, I'm so happy about the evening stuff. All right. Uh, let's see. We should probably take a break, come back, and get we to do the V file. So we'll come back in a second with that don't forget a concert announcement coming up uh around nine o'clock this morning i would like to give something away from a really cool group philly sports trips have a pair of tickets for you uh for the number one rated birds home tailgate which is happening this sunday at uh, live casino awesome before they take on dallas top shelf all you can eat food and drink e-rock as the dj hollis thomas as the birds ambassador nice. and your host like i said philly sports trips who are amazing Let's take caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. you to be 21. Visit phillysportstrips.com to grab your spot as well. But you can get it for free if you're the 16th caller now. We'll be back in just a sec. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to open MMR. And it'll begrudgingly comply. Get social with Preston and Steve. 
Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we do the B-File, I'm going to give a little butt plug here. Uh, this is a fundraiser coming up for a gentleman by the name of Johnny Reagan. Johnny has been uh, emailing a lot of us, uh, getting us up to date on uh, his journey with a, a brain tumor. That yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's an event that is coming up on Saturday. Uh, it will be at Freedom Valley Harley-Davidson in Sellersville, uh, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And there's a live band. There's beer, soda water, all kinds of food, um, unlimited food, it says, uh, 50 bucks per ticket. Uh, so Johnny had this. You should see the scar. He said oh, yeah, he has yeah. sent us pictures Crazy. of uh, the surgery it's massive on his head where they had to go in and this came this like came upon very quickly on him and he had to get this done and so there's going to be a 50-50 drawing portion of the proceeds he says that he's going to donate to the Philadelphia Ronald McDonald House as That's well amazing. but it's a fundraiser for him to help out with uh, his medical expenses obviously yeah i actually um talked to him on FaceTime last Thursday night his friends uh, i was at the uh, Thursday night bud light kickoff and uh, at the trap and his friends were there and we ended oh. up FaceTime Oh, they, they, cool. Yeah, they were showing me the pictures of the scar, but uh, you know he is—he's um, in good spirits. Uh, but definitely, um, this uh, this is, uh, I mean, for, you know, like financially and, and physically, take, like, it takes its toll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Needs some help. So we have it posted on the community page at uh, PrestonSteve.com. Nick, if you want to find links like this for the uh, the fundraiser for Johnny, what, what when, when you go to PrestonSteve.com, where do you navigate? So to? click the events page, and then uh, on events, there's concerts, there's um, uh, regular events, which would be like Camp Out for Hunger, and then there's community events. Okay. So you want to click on community events, and those are all listed chronologically. So Johnny's is coming up this weekend, and so you go right to that front page, and I think it's the top one because it's, yeah, it's the one that's coming up um, 
soonest. So uh, it's called GoFundMe, John's Bills for Brain Tumor Treatment. And uh, just click on that and you get all the information about where, when, what, you know, the whole okay. night. And if you guys have any um, listeners, I mean, if you have any information that you want to send to me, it's just Nick at WMMR.com. Happy to post it. All right. So go to events first on the on the main web page and then you'll find community events exactly. and then you'll be able to find uh, all these, which are a lot of great uh, things coming up, by the way. So I uh, wanted to pass that along. All right. Um, bizarre File Stories. Let's go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, this morning is brought to you by Mainline Christmas Lights. Light up your holidays with Mainline Christmas Lights. They are going to custom design, install, maintain, and even store your lights for next season. Take the hassle out of the holidays and book now at MainlineChristmasLights.com. This is an insane story. A pilot has been indicted for allegedly threatening to shoot the plane's captain if the captain diverted the flight because of a passenger who needed medical attention. He threatened to shoot the pilot if they diverted for a sick passenger? He, 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 this was a co-pilot, and he threatened to shoot the captain if he diverted the oh. flight because a passenger needed medical you attention. You are a bad co-pilot. This is insane. A grand jury in Utah issued the indictment against Jonathan J. Dunn over an incident that happened in August of 2022, charging him with interference with the flight crew. Uh, according to federal records, Dunn was the first officer, the co-pilot, on the flight and was authorized to carry a gun under a program run by the Transportation Security Administration. Maybe they need to rethink that one. After a disagreement about a potential flight diversion due to a passenger's medical event, Dunn told the captain that they would, quote, be shot multiple times mm. if the captain diverted the flight. The inspector general's office said that... So it was, he came at this logically. ...was working with the FBI and the FAA on the investigation. The two-page indictment says only that Dunn did use a dangerous weapon in a Assaulting and intimidating the crew member. Hope you all are enjoying the flight. Just a quick question. Is anyone uh, a co-pilot? An arraignment is scheduled for November 16th. The indictment did not indicate which airline the incident occurred on, although I saw a story this morning that said it was Delta. Okay. Uh, The inspector general identified it only as a commercial airline flight. Did not say uh, what was its scheduled route or whether it was diverted. Uh, Interference with a flight crew, by the way, is a felony and it's punishable by up to 20 years in prison, but never heard of anything like that. No, especially when the co-pilot. All right, here's another story out of Utah. Police arrested a bus driver who they say set a bus's electrical equipment on fire as he was transporting 66 children. Michael Austin's getting better. Michael Austin Ford was taken into custody in connection to a school bus fire in February 2022, which investigators report was intentionally set by Ford while he was behind the wheel. The arrest report described surveillance video of the bus involved in the incident, which apparently shows Ford committing arson. However... While uh, the police did not describe the incriminating video, the affidavit did detail a separate, more recent incident in which the bus driver reportedly started another fire on a bus that he was driving. Was his intent to harm the children? No. The video from an onboard camera on a presumably empty bus reportedly shows Ford hold lighter to the electrical gear in the steering column whenever the bus came to a stop in traffic. When does he ever actually drive the bus? 
It was on uh, April 7, 2023, that he had an object in his hands, which was later identified as a thumb light striker, a thumb striker lighter, that is. Uh, When traffic stops, he looked around, starts uh, uh, lighting the electrical components under the dashboard on fire using the lighter. Uh, The office reported that the officer reported surveillance video showed Ford looking down several times at smoke and intermittently visible flames. Police described the footage from the 2022 incident. As being very similar, except for one major difference. The dozens of minors on board. Video reportedly showed the children reacting to smoke emanating from the steering column as Ford was driving the bus. Multiple students are seen covering their faces with their shirts and coughing. Uh, Just before Ford is seen pulling the bus over and evacuating the students, he then contacted the school district to report a bus fire and was seen on surveillance video footage deploying a fire extinguisher and using it on the fire. So he's trying to be the hero. Okay? Dude, dude. Uh, The arrest report stated the two incidents were the o- uh, weren't the only ones in which Ford was suspected to be involved. He had allegedly been linked to four fires on other school district buses. Do they all of which involved the vehicle's electrical systems and all of which were being driven by Ford at the time. I've never applied for such a job, but do they actually ask you during the interview process if you are an arsonist? He was booked into the Salt Lake County Jail on suspicion of aggravated arson. And every time he's trying to be the hero. Yeah. I'm first on the scene. A Seattle man was arrested for allegedly using a stolen excavator to tear down part of a public park while claiming to have permission to build himself a cabin. Right here. I know these are wrong, but I I'm always impressed when people are able to steal these things. Yes. Stephen Irwin was busted after multiple 911 calls about destruction at Dr. Jose Rizal Park on Saturday afternoon. The park steward, Genevieve Courtney, said, I just happened to come across him as I was coming home. He was driving a little crazy with this heavy piece of machinery. She says, let me show you over here is where I'm going to put the fire pit. I have a deck plan for here. It's going to be great. (laughs) Uh, She said she eventually called 911 six times and didn't feel like, quote, they were taking me seriously. She said they were like, does he have a weapon? And I'm like, yeah, he's got a backhoe. It's a weapon. She said it's scary seeing someone with a big excavator going through the park, and it could have been a lot worse of a situation. When police did respond, they found Irwin still inside of the machinery, uh, which is thought to have been stolen from a nearby construction site. Uh, he was filmed being led by police out of a ditch and arrested. <laughs> it's not going to be anything ostentatious, just a ranch. Uh, they said he was compliant, but he did tell police he had permission to be here and set up camp. <laughs> Irwin was charged with theft of a motor vehicle and was booked into the county jail. Photos of the aftermath showed down trees. I and get my Christmas trees out of this park. Tire tracks in the dirt. Uh, these uh, other park steward, Craig Thompson, complained that it undid hundreds of hours of volunteer work that it helped spruce up the area. So This is the close. second story you've had like this. Yeah. All right, and then we'll do one more story and wrap it up here. A This is a Good one. A Florida dog intervened when its owner was slashed during a knife attack last week. Uh, the woman and her four-legged companion were harmed, but both are now recuperating after the incident. Joshua Joseph Mueller stands accused of one count of aggravated uh, to cruelty to animals with a weapon and aggravated battery with a weapon causing great bodily harm. So on Thursday... Man and woman were arguing about an undisclosed topic in front of a residence. A woman was allegedly seated in her car while the man was outside. And at some point, things became physical and violent. Uh, Mueller became upset. He shattered the front driver's side window with his fist. Wow. He then went inside and grabbed a large kitchen knife. Walking back outside, he confronted the victim and slashed at her arms several times. But it was then that the dog sprang into action to protect the woman. 
Uh, the dog's defense allegedly prompted Mueller to turn his violent attention to the animal. The defendant is accused of stabbing the dog in his face and chest. Dog! The, the bear! Uh, eventually, law enforcement arrived. Authorities did not say how the knife uh, attack ended. Uh, but the sheriff's office claims that Mueller gave responding detectives a full confession when he was arrested without incident. But the dog saved this woman's life. I better get a jerky treat out of this. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you for now. All right, if you're just tuning in, we laid out a bunch of information. Uh, it's President Steve Camp Out for Hunger, Camp Out After Dark. Yes. A lot of great things going on. Monday, food trucks and fireworks presented by Five Below. Tuesday is movie night outside on the Xfinity mobile screen. Uh, we're going to be showing Step Brothers, and we'll have free snacks from Asher's Chocolates and Philly Pretzel Factory. Wednesday night, Quizzo with Johnny Good Times, and that's going to be in Victory Beer Hall at Xfinity Live. And then Thursday night, we're working on a free T-shirt night. First ever. For a certain amount of people that show up and donate. And uh, events are free to attend with a donation for Phil Abundance. Free parking in the P-Lot on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If you want to know where to park, if you want the calendar of events and all that stuff, the most needed items for Phil Abundance, full archive of photos, videos, and flashbacks. You don't know what Campout's all about. We have it all at WMMR.com slash campouts. You're going to find it all right there. It's a week from Monday. A week from Monday. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yes. So just get yourself ready. Make your plans. But come and see us. It's our signature event. It's it's our 26th year of doing it. It is so. the single largest single sponsored food drive in the country. And it is successful because of you. So we'll see you there. We're going to take a break. And we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Line inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success. Help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Phil Abundance to Provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Listen, if you're good, before the show's up, we'll have another chance for you to win a pair of tickets for the number one rated Birds home tailgate on Sunday. Uh-huh. So just stay close. That's from Philly Sports Trips. Uh, they'll be your host and they have forgotten more about tailgating than you will ever know. <laughs> so just get yourself ready for that. All right. Um, I'd like to do a couple of quick shout outs if you guys don't mind. All right. This one is apropos because we were talking about Camp Out for Hunger and I got this from Wayne Dunford Jr. <laughs> and he would like to send a shout out to for his wedding anniversary and they were part of the Mass wedding Whoa. at Camp Out for Hunger. That was five years ago. This is the fifth anniversary. Unbelievable. So, uh, he writes, to my wife, Jennifer, my best friend and, and uh, the mother of my wonderful children, you are the single most influential person I've ever had in my life. You've helped me to become a better person, father and husband. You've shown me the patience and grace of an angel, wow. and I'm a better person for having you in my life. I'm honored to spend the rest of my life with such an amazing woman. I truly don't deserve you. And by the way, 
way, I have cut and paste and saved this for my anniversary uh-huh. because you can't say it any better than It's beautiful. Now. He and probably did likewise. He says, love your husband, Wayne Dunford Jr. And he said, if you could also send a shout out to the rest of the couples, that would be great. So here's a shout out. <laughs> that was a fun event. We should get a tally on how many of those are still going. I would love to find out. Right? We're all still married. What, what mass, an incredible day. Mass wedding we did at Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, here's another one that says, hey, my name is Dave Ray. I wanted to ask you to give a birthday shout out to my wife and mother of our four children. Her actual birthday is Saturday the 4th. Uh, he writes, I was hoping you'd get the shout out on Friday as she'll be going to work and has a long drive and we'll be listening live. Sorry, dude. I get to it when I can. If I try to do it tomorrow, I'd probably forget about it. Uh, but his wife is Anna. Uh, so this is uh, Anna Ray. Happy 39th birthday from her husband, Dave, and the kids, Cece, Coco, and Dermid. Dermid. And, and Anna, it says. Oh. Uh, yeah. Or no, that's the four kids. And I'm sorry, Anna is 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 one of the kids. Oh. Uh, his wife, uh, he doesn't say her name. Annabelle. My wife. We'll call her Annabelle. Annabelle. Happy birthday, Annabelle. <laughs> Uh, and then, <laughs> why not? Annabelle would probably have a, a child named Anna. And then one more quick one says, uh, and, this is, and this is a great story. Uh, this is from uh, David Bauer. And he said, uh, I moved to South Jersey um, to Austin, Texas. I, I moved from South Jersey to Austin, Texas by myself. First time leaving home at 33. Got on Tinder. Within a week of being here, I matched with Halen. We hit it off right away and soon started spending the vast majority of our time together. Moved in together. Skip ahead to this year and exactly. Exactly 50 weeks after we started dating, we eloped. Oh. Isn't that great? You know what he calls her? Uh-uh. Annabelle. Annabelle. Oh. Uh, he said, I knew that moving here Annabelle. was a good idea, but I had no idea that it'd be the most important choice I ever made. I love you, Halen. Ah. Uh, sincerely, David Bauer. And he says, uh, thank you to President Steve and the whole show. Y'all keep me going through the hardest of times. Now times are good, and y'all just made them better. Love you like Dr. Mike. So he really is in Texas because he's saying y'all. Yeah. All right, so there's a shout out. That's a great story. Thought I would pass those along to you. Yes, Nick. Would you mind if I gave a shout out as well? Uh, and this is for um, a buddy of Casey's and mine. It's a guy named Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle. <laughs> no, it's a guy named uh, Andre Tochi. I bought a uh, car for the first time in three years this week. And Andre and the entire crew at uh, Rafferty Subaru, they all listen to President Steve. They all listen to MMR. Andre is a really nice guy, so I want to send this his way. <laughs> All right. There you go. Start out to you, Andre. All right. So speaking of all these relationships and everybody being in love and everything. Magical. All those wonderful uh, emails. um, I saw this article yesterday and I thought I would pass it along to you. And the title is 10 Surprising Signs That Someone Is Flirting With You. So I think this is a very useful Mm. tool now because I would I would posit the notion that, you know, obviously during the past couple of years, people have kind of lost some of their people skills and lost their abilities to read people. And so here you are, you're going to help them take a quantum leap forward in getting laid. Yeah, so essentially the article uh, says there's a difference between being friendly and being flirty and sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. Did you ever have a uh, were you the kind of guy who could pick up on signals or were you unaware when someone was macking on you? Oh, I was usually the one doing the (laughs) Okay. And very rarely was it obvious that someone was flirting with me and when I did it'd be like, oh, oh. How heavy uh, hand? Uh, Wait, she's uh, interesting. Me? Really? Yeah. Uh, how? How? Uh, how? <laughs> what? <laughs> Although there were a couple of times, though, that I did get word later on that was so and so was interested in you, and I'm like, what? 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 How did? I- <laughs> what? 
So usually the sign would be that they've been writing your essays for a year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so what was your flirting game like? Oh... Alcohol-based. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, you get, yeah. Uh, you know, a few drinks in, you feel a little more confident. And Without feel, question. Yeah, and you feel like you have a shot, and so I'm, I'm the same boat as you, Preston. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Really. <laughs> you know what? I got I got I better at it. I had to sober. When I, Steve, when I was in high school and in college, I was terrible at it, and yeah. later in life, I, f- I finally realized uh, I was a little more comfortable with, like, who I was. Yeah. And also, like, kind of knowing your, your lane a little bit, not, not overshooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I don't know, just uh, treating women like, uh, and this is um, shocking, uh, uh, people. <laughs> I, Wait. That's, that's the advice, <laughs> that's the advice. Yeah. when we have our mixers, I always say, remember, this is another human being. Yes. And yes. just converse the way you would converse, and then things will start to flow. You know what is a pretty good example of, of how things are handled, right? We've talked about the, the movie Bedazzled. Yes, before. and he and and the character Brendan Fraser's character goes through all these things, these constructs that he right. thinks he needs to be in order to win this girl's affection. And at the end of it, he's after he's finally gone through all this stuff, he finally just says it plainly to her, and it's done so well and so succinctly. But unfortunately, the timing is not right, and it doesn't work out with that particular girl. But the way he says, "Hey, you know what? I I, I think you 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 seem like a pretty cool person, and I you know we may hit it off if we go out sometime." And, and he, she doesn't. Crush him. She no. says, "Oh man, this is this." And then later on, what happens? He meets a girl who looks happens to look exactly yeah. like her is yeah. moving into the the apartment, yeah. and they strike up a conversation. And there you go. Yeah. It happens organically, a lot like that. Mm. Or you're paying for it at a ranch in Nevada. <laughs> 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 it's legal, yeah, yeah. 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 legal. Yeah. No judging. It's not that sad. <laughs> All right, so they struck up a conversation. She was a prostitute working at this ranch. So here are a few subtle clues that someone might actually be flirting with you and not just being friendly. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, guys, women, everybody, pay attention. Kathy, pay, pay attention. Attention. Okay. They make prolonged eye contact. That's clear. Like I'm. Okay. I mean, where they just sit at the edge of the bed and stare at you. Well, so here's here you go. If someone is gazing into your eyes, there's a high chance that they feel affection for you. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. I knew you were going to do that. He's gazing over the monitors oh, into okay, my so eyes. And so okay. oh, as soon as you made a noise, Gabby, I knew why it was no, happening. I knew exactly what it was. What are you about? And, and she looked at me. <laughs> and I quickly looked away. Now, is, is, is the gaze has to be sort of, sort of a, a relax. It can't be like, come here. No, no, not not yeah. uh, wide eyed. Staring, yeah. yeah. Uh, and not yeah. blinking. I want to kiss you. <laughs> you do? You kiss yeah, me? yeah. You want to kiss me? Yeah. She's surprised. I want to kiss you. All right, so eye contact can be a powerful flirting technique. In a study published in the Journal of Research of Impersonality, researchers found that participants who gazed into each other's eyes for prolonged periods were more likely to report feelings of affection for the other person. You know that. If you've had a situation in your life where someone kept eye contact a little bit longer, sometimes you go, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They must have eye problems. Though someone may not be consciously trying to woo you with endless gazes. (laughs) I know. Eye contact. Eye contact is a good indicator that someone finds you interesting and potentially attractive. 
All right, here's another one, and it does involve uh, visual contact as well. They shoot you a lot of brief glances. Oh, okay. Many brief glances can also be subtle flirtation. So both psychotic staring and darting your eyes back and forth. <laughs> now, if you look over... Do triple takes. Right, yeah. if, if you look over and you notice that they've looked at you a few times, that's a really good sign. And if they yes. go... <laughs> or that. Yeah, if you catch someone, especially if it's, uh, you know, if you don't know them at all, they're a yeah. stranger altogether, yeah. and you catch yourself making eye contact with somebody like three times. Yes. Then it's like, hmm, oh, it's on. Well, it there's a scene on. in the Batman when um, uh, Batgirl is, is well, uh, Selena's walking through the club and she goes, if I look at him, if I look at him, he's going to think something's up. And she does. He goes, you, you need to look. I need to identify who it is. Yeah. She turns around. He catches her looking at him and he's off and running. Uh, according to Pamela Reagan's book, Close Relationships. I wrote this book for people who are dating. <laughs> My name is Pamela Reagan, and I want to help you get your groove on. Uh, so Pamela Reagan says men in particular tend to direct many brief glances at the intended target of their flirtation. This might mean that constantly catching the eye of someone across the room might be subtle flirtation rather than pure coincidence. <laughs> Oh, God. oh, my God. I couldn't help but notice you were staring. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got your jam back. I got saw my that. jam yeah. back in. I'm ready to eat solid. Yeah, eat solid. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I wonder oh how he's doing. God. All right, here's another one. Uh, yeah, we haven't, heard from, yeah. we haven't heard from Gary in a while. Okay. All right. Uh, another subtle hint that someone might be flirting with you. They play with their clothing. Fidgeting can yeah, like, mean like pulling their shirt up over their head can mean flirting. So, hey guys, uh, according to oh my god, I think she's flirting. According to research on nonverbal signs of romantic interest, toying with a sleeve or fidgeting with a button could actually be flirting. Yeah, I, they're just a little uncomfortable. So. I think you're exactly right. That, or that's a sign of. Uh, so I have heard Kathy like. Um, if someone is trying to seduce, a, or yeah. that a, a, a girl might 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 adjust something, or fidget with the hair, or, or yeah, but that's so, something. I think that's something different. Like if right. they know what they're doing and they're intentionally right. doing it. I think if you're just talking to somebody, you might like them, or you're, you know, trying to to flirt a little bit. Right. Like you're just trying to like fix yourself, make sure you look good. But also, it's uh, I, I think it's the movement. So like, um, imagine this is like a, like I'm wearing a hoodie, and these are hoodie strings. Yeah. If, if a girl's sitting there talking to you and kind of twirling her fingers around right. yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Okay. or something. And like then taking that. the edge of the string and, and, and darting and, in and out yeah, of her mouth. Yeah, and making that clog, 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 clog noise. Not, that's not flirting, guys. <laughs> She's just a whore. It's, uh, <laughs> you're just a whore. I have Romano with wasted to determine whether or not you're a whore. <laughs> Are you giving a blowy to your own hoodie while you're... T- uh, I would say this is that is that you're right. A lot of that has to do with... Um, it's almost uh, passive primping to make sure you look... Good. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe it's a it's a it's a subtle hint of maybe taking clothes off. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Oh. Oh. There's you know, an indicator. Oh. Playing with yeah. your clothes, as in uh, I can slip this off of you anytime. Uh, so the study recorded the interactions of unacquainted participants and then asked them about their level of romantic interest mm-hmm. in each other. Female participants were noted to be more likely to play with their clothing if they were interested in another participant. Look what I can do. It looks like I have no hands. 
<laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> look, I'm a T-Rex. Look, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> God, I'm so into this girl. Oh, God, you know oh. what Oh, no. no. <laughs> we used to do this. Hang on a second. <laughs> what is happening? You'll see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Let's see if it's still funny. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, no, you're supposed to go like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's so you impressive. go like this? Yes. Yeah. And, and then you oh, switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, wait. Do it Everybody for YouTube. Do it, do it for YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody make a GIF out of it. And then I'll explain to the radio audience okay. what I'm doing. Okay. That's perfect. <laughs> it, it's an oldie but a classic. <laughs> Casey, put my tag behind my... Okay, I got okay. you, bro. Okay. Teamwork. Ready? Makes the dream work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Took a while. Is it worth yeah. it? All right, turns the, the girls on. Yeah, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. It's the old gag where you take one arm into your uh, into the the torso portion of your shirt, and then you connect your sleeves together, and then you pretend like I don't know, there's an alien jumping out of your chest or whatever it is. <laughs> so I did that. Anyhow, that's a way. If that's how I feel. Oh that's God, how, so if, if a woman does that, that. that's she's being flirty. Look, Look at the chest burst. Look at that guy over there. Fix dig this. Oh my god, that guy's doing the alien thing. <laughs> I am so wet. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, here's another subtle way to tell that someone is flirting with you. They tease you or give you awkward compliments. You look like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What did you say? God, you're an idiot. You yeah, look so you stupid. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk to you, oh but... God, when you were born, <laughs> was there an incubator accident? <laughs> you look like a fool. It says, though, there are definitely better ways to express attraction. Being jokingly picked on might be a subtle sign that someone's into you. I've always oh, found well, that, yeah. that that have yeah. the, the gentle prodding, the fun sort, that... Yeah. The, the, that is part of the of the deal. I mean, that goes back to elementary school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kids are picking, they like you. They're picking yeah. on you because right. they like you. <laughs> uh, life coach Yaya Yaya Myra. Yaya Yaya Myra. Uh, or it might be Jaya Jaya Myra. <laughs> uh, so that's the name here. Jaya Jaya Myra. Or Jaya Jaya Myra. Uh, said backhanded compliments allow someone to test the waters and see if you respond in a favorable manner. You're friggin' hideous. Of course, there's a difference between light teasing and being made to feel uncomfortable right. or bullied. Someone who repeatedly puts you down or makes you unhappy isn't worth your time, even if they are trying to flirt. No, that's you. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, it, because they lack the tact to know, you know, how far to go. Yes. All right, here's like another. Your grill's all effed up. <laughs> you look like a smashed ass. Yeah, you could probably corn on the cob to a picket fence. Uh huh. So here's another one, and this is definitely, I think, uh, a clear cut sign of someone is flirting with you. They touch you while you talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This has been a. Uh, I'm watching Suits, and this is a. Uh, this is definitely a thing that's happening between the precursor. Uh, to to to, uh, to affection, the the, the, the touching, the, the grabbing of the of the yeah. touching of the elbow or something the like that. The grabbing, the grabbing, the, 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 the touching, the, the, the tickling, squeezing, the, the, the square thing, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the tea bag, yeah. and this kind of thing. Uh, being on the receiving end of an accidental arm graze or food bump, Do you know, the hell's a food that's, bump. That's where you throw a pie in their face. <laughs> Might mean you're being flirted with. Uh, so when I food talk bump. to people, guys and girls, I will, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll, you know, I'll put my hand on on a shoulder quickly, or or, or I'll, I'll 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 you know, t- it's kind of a communication thing that I do, and I I I don't know, it's it's sort of passive, but I do it. 
Yeah. Marissa kind of knows what a food bump is, I think. Yeah, it's like a, a riff on like a baby bump. Like, I've eaten so much that it, my stomach is a little bloated. So what do they say? No, no, no. This is touching someone. Yeah, so like I like someone touching your belly. Touch your food bump. If someone ever touched my belly, I would oh, punch them in the God. face. Yeah, yes. right? I don't agree with this move whatsoever. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't, so someone, no. they'll, they'll touch you and go, oh, are you okay? Or, that that what, can't what would be. be that? How would be. that? Yeah, I like, oh, my up. God, we had so much fun. We drank so much. Oh, my God, look at my little food bump. No, 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 no. This is not you touching yourself. This is someone touching yeah. another person. So, Nobody so, should ever do this. So you're talking to someone <laughs> and... and Somebody touches your stomach? Use it in context again, Preston. In the so sentence. it says here, being on the receiving end of an accidental arm graze or food bump. My an accidental food bump. No, no, no. An accidental oh. arm graze. Well, I don't know if it means Maybe. an accidental food bump, too. It might mean that you're being flirted with. What about okay. What about a crack sniff where you put your finger down the crack and then pull it out and sniff it? I won't do <laughs> it. I couldn't mean, help but notice, but uh, mm, you might. You need to wipe harder. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, don't ever, don't ever do that. All right. I, I, that to me would be wildly offensive oh, yeah, if, if someone... If Are you it, looking up food bump, well, I've, I've heard Marissa's definition before, and that makes sense to me. But the, and what her explanation was makes no sense in this context. Okay. Because, right. uh, listen, uh, to I think that's kind of... I could see an elbow. I could see perhaps, uh, you know, reaching and touching a forearm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I've done that. Men and women. It, it, it sometimes when you're in a conversation, and you're trying to say, oh. "I'm making a point." What maybe is it? it's a maybe it's foot bump. Maybe it's a typo. I think it's a typo. It's yes. So be. reading further, it oh. says often the person will touch your arm or try to brush hands or feet. <laughs> oh. If you're seated at yes. a table or bar, okay. that's, 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 that's okay. it. All right. <laughs> you, gosh, you're fat. Good. I, could you you look so bloated. Oh, you look oh, bloated. Cute. Your vajamic is disgusting. Yes. Did you eat that whole burrito? Yeah. May I where touch do you? Do you mind if I touch your fupa? Yeah. Oh my hey, God. food hog, where do you sock all that? <laughs> it's a foot bump. It's yeah. got to be. It, it, is. Okay. it has to yeah. be. Hey, by the way, I want you to know there's still more food on earth. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. But you know what? So I'm on the article as well. It's, it, you know, on Yahoo.com, it, it says food bump. Maybe we should talk to the um, to the author of said article. And <laughs> clear say, it up. You guys might want to clear it up. You know, she'll up. read that as you flirting. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when you correct someone's article, that's yeah. kind of Yeah, flirting. yeah. Uh, so the dating and communication coach, Sarah Cornell, 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 Yes, Sarah uh, Cornell there. Mm-hmm. Uh, said often the person ki- kayak instructor will touch your arm or try to brush hands or feet if seated at a table or bar, and also revealed that a light touch on these areas actually sends signals to the brain about attraction as well. That's definitely true. If someone uh, reaches out and does a little touch while they're talking to you, that that can come off that way. You know what's funny? That's like a subtle action, but it actually, in my mind anyway, still means a lot. Is holding hands. Like when yes. you see somebody holding hands, especially early on in a relationship. I know it's like sure. also a fourth grade thing, but. As an adult, when you first start holding hands with somebody, it it means something. Well, sometimes you'll forget your keys in the morning, and when I come down, I will. Uh, we hold hands coming on the way up. Yeah. You're no, just being supportive. So, so here's the deal. I think Nick, people who uh, have gone on a couple of dates, yeah. at the very beginning of a relationship, they won't even hold hands. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not. We're not to holding hands. Right. Right. Come across we're not. A, it, it means yeah. we are a couple. That's right. I think it takes it to another level. Yeah. I agree with you, one hundred percent. All right. So here's another uh, subtle hint that someone might be flirting with you. They're eyebrows raise up when they see you. Uh, you know, there was a there was a there was a moment that I had 
Uh, and, and listen, I'm oblivious to all this stuff as well. And the only time there, there have been girls that have flirted with me in the past. You're not like, good, good at seeing the signals. No, no, okay. no. They had to flat out say, I like you. Right. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> there was a moment where we went to a calendar shoot. And uh, one of the calendar girls, I swear to, and Nick, you might have even witnessed this. Uh, when I showed up to the scene, the way she reacted to me just entering the room, I was like, "Oh, I, stop it!" I, <laughs> and I'm not going to say who it is. Can you text did me? Not. <laughs> Listen, go ahead. You, go ahead. What year? <laughs> Let him have this. Where were we? I, I'm not going to say where. I want to know. But it was. Uh, I, I think I can vouch for Casey on this oh, one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. uh, and I, I can't do this on camera. Okay. Right. Aimed okay. about as high as you can aim. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's 100% right. Wow. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Okay. I, it, it was I one of those where I, I think she always had a little crush on you. What? Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, you, mean, might you, <laughs> you might not see Casey, it. You might not see it. Casey, who's Kay Romano? <laughs> <laughs> What's K stand for? What does K stand for? Is that is that Kathy? I mean, she did see you naked, so. She did. <laughs> Which was not in the way I wanted her to. Okay. Precious is going to run one out. Oh, Precious, she likes you, too. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Yeah. He's so mad. She even said something No, he's, he's actually rubbing one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so when I, uh, when that happened i was like well that was um it, like her mood just like perked up and she was like yeah. super happy and that's that, how you guys ended up married that that's yeah. we're married and we have two kids <laughs> <laughs> they're not my kids and she's constantly sleeping with another man yeah. <laughs> with her husband <laughs> all right so raised eyebrows you want to look for that though you probably wouldn't think uh, to track someone's eyebrows for hints of attraction sex expert and author of super flirt tracy cox there we go uh, yeah. Revealed today, uh, to today, that a slight lifting of the brows is an unconscious way that people signal romantic interest. Well, that, uh, yeah, that is a, is a slight indicator of, of, a, of excitement or interest or, fo- oh, oh, mm. so like, the, like the way this person looked at Casey, mm-hmm. that oh. sheer joy. It reminds me of that scene in American Pie where Eugene Levy is, is, is talking to his son, he's like, he's going, hey, hey, big boy. And he starts lifting his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. You, and and Eugene, Eugene Levy's eyebrows are formidable. Are huge. <laughs> Uh, so it says here the brow lifting can last less than a second. So keep your eyes peeled for this subtle flirtation clue, mm. by the way. Oh, is there a, a clip? Yeah, I have Maurice grab this clip. Here we go. In case you missed it, I am throwing myself at you. So that is a way to clearly say you're <laughs> flirting with someone. That is from uh, Toe Pick. Oh, from, yeah. Uh, cutting, cutting edge. edge. Cutting edge. That's it. Yes. In case you missed it, <laughs> I am throwing myself at you. So uh, the eyebrows might go up. Uh, there's another one. Now, this is this is kind of fun as far as someone letting you know that they're flirting with you. Uh, they let you catch them checking you out. Mm-hmm. Wait, so that again? They, they let you catch them checking you out. Somebody's uh, looking at you. That's intentional. And when you look over, they don't look, they don't, away. They don't look away or pretend like right. they were looking somewhere else. They go ahead and yes. let you see that I was uh, indeed. They raise their eyebrows and then they draw their arms up into their sleeves. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> look for that yeah. subtle move. Hi. Did he? Uh, Did he just do hidden fists? I said <laughs> they want. They might want you to notice. Uh, it says if you ever caught someone checking out your body during a conversation. That's never no, happened. Never. <laughs> Not the body. What the hell is that? 
according to Cox, it's a bear. Uh, according to Cox, this is a pretty big indicator that someone is into you and wants you to know it. I right, listen to Cox. Uh, though there are usually plenty of low-key opportunities to size up a potential mate, allowing themselves to be caught in the act might mean that they are trying to send a flirty message. To Again, you. subtleties, and these aren't, by the way, um, you know, the, the 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 starting flag at a race that everything's off and running. You yeah. look for a collection of these before you're uh, correct. And then you got well, you've got flirt. It's it's a two way street. Yeah, you have to you have to throw flirt some street. of that back. Yes. and see if they accept that as well. It's a game, man. It's this little game you have to play. Yeah. We, we don't know. We we can't look into the other person's mind. They don't know. You don't know. And so you try these things out and find out if the signals match up. Did you ever have somebody serve as like sort of a quasi intermediary, or, or or just did without your in, invitation to do that to to. Get yeah. you with someone. Get the intel or, or find out if that person's interested in you. I'm sure it's happened right. at some point. Oh, I definitely would be like, hey, dude, find out if she's interested. You yeah. Know? My wife, Claire, and I, uh, we had someone who we were working with, another DJ, Donna Donna, who who sort of helped massage us together. Yeah. And and uh, I, I mean, I, I thought... I thought Claire was the cat's pajamas at the time, anyway. So, well, and and you put through the chain, through the grapevine. If you if you put if you put a little bit of info yeah. out there, you you're hoping it gets to them. Well, you know what I, I, mean? I remember one thing in particular. Like uh, apparently, uh, you know, I I would go in and ask. I was going down. We were at WDRE in New York, and I would I was going down to to the snack area to pick up something, and um and I asked. I, I forget exactly went down, but but Donna turned to Claire and said, "He never does that when uh, when anyone." else is in oh, here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Letting her know that I was totally the signals. Yeah. That's great when somebody can help you out along with that. All right, here's another tip. They have open body language. Oh. Look at my junk. Yeah, Casey's uh, <laughs> displaying open body Woo! language. Uh, it hurts my back. <laughs> to spread your legs. <laughs> that like turns yeah. a woman on when you try oh, to yeah. flash and you hurt your ah, back. Ah, yeah. oh, I was ah, trying to show ah. you my balls when I threw my back out. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> oh, my back. I really need to work on that. Uh, in an article, social anthropology. <laughs> oh, sorry. About- oh, my back is killing me. In an article, uh, social anthropologist uh, Gene Smith encouraged readers to take note, excuse me, of a potential flirter's body language. And here's what uh, she said. If they are squared up facing you with their feet pointed in your direction, it's looking good. If their feet, it's it's more so how to spot if someone's not interested, I think, because they said if their feet are angled away. And if they're calling a cab. uh, Simulating a quick exit or their arms are folded, forget it. What if they're doing a handstand? Yeah. (laughs) I do that. Yeah, I I just want to say, I do that in just standard social situations. When When I'm done... Uh, I I will start to give you like a, a side view. I do, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, or or you know or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Or turning uh, as I'm if walking my, away. Yeah, like uh, yeah, and and slowly just kind of <laughs> leaning, pressing, leaning away. <laughs> I'm done now. I will do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does a hand puppet. Uh, but I'll even do it for Rochelle because Rochelle is is one of the most social persons on the planet. Yeah. And we'll be talking to a couple. Let's say for I don't know a half hour yeah. or so, <laughs> and I am clearly I'm almost I've almost got like one leg up yeah. like this, <laughs> leaning forward to walk away, and she just does not pick up on it. Are you like at this? All. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Does she not pick up on it, or does she not care? 
I think part of it is she's probably both. Yeah. Because she is a social person, and she'll just keep the conversation going for as long as she wants. Absolutely. And, you know, thank God that we have people in our lives who know how to conduct social. Oh, yes. You know, I would have nothing without Claire conducting a a real human life. But sometimes you want to be out in the car. Yeah. No, no, and I'll go sit out there and play with the radio, but she told me not to touch the buttons. (laughs) Yeah. Right, you don't, get it. Don't, push don't the touch buttons. the buttons. <laughs> don't touch the buttons. What did I say? Uh, paying attention to how open and relaxed someone's body language uh, can help you decipher their intentions. Uh, insider previously reported on signs that a first date is going well. With it says here, listen to this: synchronized sweating. Okay. Synchronized. We're on the Olympic synchronized sweating team. Thinking, you had a drop run down your nose the same time <laughs> I did. Uh, so, yeah, it says synchronized sweating, smiling, and nodding in the first two minutes what of, are you, a bobblehead? Yeah. of a date is signaling a positive connection. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the synchronized sweating team has taken the pool. So yeah, if you're if you're smiling at the same times or nodding uh, together, you're you're synchronized. It yeah. says in the first couple of minutes, yeah, then you are you are in sync, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, we're kind of put a scene up from airplane. A profusely sweating man. <laughs> All right, there are two more tips here before we uh, wrap things up. I think uh, actually, I think a lot of this. People don't think about these yeah. things, and yeah, and, uh, yeah look for them yeah, if you're looking for love. Listen, and I saw I was reading an article the other day about how, uh, and this may be for a whole other conversation, about how dating apps are starting to wane a bit. Yes, I, that, I saw a, a similar article. And that people are becoming... Um, a little disenfranchised with, uh, you know, you, you strike out just as much as you do. Oh, really? And 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 it can be even, there can be even more pressure of trying to trying to uh, explain yourself or present yourself in the smallest little <laughs> caption of, you know, six uh, six lines of, of text and a picture. You so know the what article I mean? that I read said a it, it is the glut of apps. Yeah. B the amount of people on it that it has basically become the same things that would detract from any experience mm. are are now there. Mm. So people are preferring for that, as you said before, that that uh, you, you kind of know someone and you kind you know right. you're, you're not approaching them well, directly through and an also app. bots and fake accounts right. and, all and things of that. like that. Yeah, yeah. You and can, before and I, you know it, you're in a South American prison. You, I've said this before, but you can really get to know somebody much better through other apps. So like it, you can use Instagram as yeah. a dating app because it's not designed to be a dating app. Mm-hmm. So, like, once you get to know that person a little bit better through their Instagram account Something that's, that's not focused exactly. on, on that. Like an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, or, you know, Tinder or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, so here's a couple more uh, little flirty things. Two more uh, things to look out for. They're always the first one to react to your social media post. Uh-huh. Digital flirting, it says, is also a factor to consider. Digital flirting can be just as revealing as the in-person variety. If someone is constantly commenting or liking your social media posts, it's safe to say that you're on their mind. Now more you, than ever. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Also, to me, that all of that is is touching and wonderful. And when when and, and try to be understanding if if someone is perhaps is in an organic, nice way, and they have designs on you, and if you're not interested, try to be gentle with them, you know? Uh, yeah. Because it's, it's, it yeah. is, everyone's looking for that connection. 
Yep. Jaya Jaya Myra said, uh, with all the content flying around nowadays, uh, it's if someone takes the time to check out everything you post, you know that there is more to it than meets the eye. Right. Though liking a post could just be a friendly move rather than a declaration of love, reacting to everything you post online might indicate attraction. Insider previously reported on how uh, to turn a virtual connection into a real one, but we won't go into that here. All right, and then the last tip I have for you, somebody might be flirting with you and you don't know it, they move their body closer to yours. Mm, I'm going to sit on your face. Excuse me? I'm going to sit on your face. You had me at Floral and Hardy. Uh, uh, close physical proximity is a big sign of flirting. Uh, I when can't you... hear you because my ass is on your face. <laughs> When you like someone, it's natural to want to be near them. I, yeah, Close of course. Fi- physical proximity is a good indicator of romantic intention, according to Smith. If they are moving in closer, it's a good sign that they are getting ready to flirt. Do you? I mean, I think we, you. Everyone needs that that human interaction at a level, and then obviously the. <laughs> On the other side of the coin, someone who has no concept of your personal space can, yes. <laughs> can drive you up but, a wall. To quote John Cougar Mellencamp, yeah. everyone just needs a hand to hold on to. That's right. And sucking on a chili dog. And, and chili sucking dog. on chili dogs. Is that a sign of flirting when how aggressively someone she sucks. might be sucking on a chili dog? Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Um, <laughs> there are some situations in which being physically close to someone can't be helped, like a full subway car right. or something or like if that. if you're buried alive in one coffin. But if someone scoots their chair closer to yours and leans in, there's a good chance they're trying to be flirting. The difference is, though, if they scoot their chair closer to yours and they're across the office. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless they have the wheels. <laughs> it's a little bit easier. So. Uh, but these are interesting little facts. I, I like, and there's there's a sweetness to all of that. Yeah, there's a. This is from Insider.com. Marissa, I'll get you the article uh, if you want to post that uh, for people to and check then, out. Because these are, these are helpful little tips. Attach the video of you doing the uh, alien chest. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure that people know that that is very seductive. That is a way to yeah. get someone's attention and think, <laughs> hey. Maybe he's interested. I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I will go to Justina. She has a comment. She's been on hold for a while. Hi, Justina. Good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. No, nah, it's all good. What's up? Um, I was wanted to expand on what Nick was saying about the hand-holding thing. I'm, my husband and I, well, now husband, on our second date, we are just walking around the King of Prussia uh, little restaurant area, and we're just chatting, and he went, he just said, oh, Justina, and just slipped his hand in mine, and it was like a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It just felt really cool, and I was 37 years old at the time. I'd held many hands, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that one was just, it, it did. It took it to that whole new and level. I completely yeah, there's did. a spark that can happen. How long into, uh, you know, dating did that happen? Like two or three dates in? That was our second date, yeah. Second yeah. date. There you go. Yeah, it's it's a palpable memory, and it, like there's a sur- surge of adrenaline when something like that happens. It, exactly, and we still hold hands, and it's just Aww. it's just a different type of hand holding with this one, you know. That's yeah, awesome. no, absolutely makes perfect sense. That's awesome. All right, thank you, and we're happy thank for you, you Justina. By the way, the text coming in are great. This one says, you had me at food bump. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured out what that is, Preston, is that if you both pull up your shirts and smack your bellies together. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. I like that. I like this one, too. It says, uh, you can tell if a woman is into you uh, by looking at her feet. 
if they're up around her head, <laughs> she likes you. Oh, right? my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Uh, well, I just thought that that was a, a bit of interesting information to pass along this morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're watching me uh, doing the chest bump. <laughs> That's excellent. It's word. an old gag, but it's great, isn't it's it? funny. It stays around because it's good. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second here. All right, let me one more call. All right, and then that's it. I'll go to Kate. Hi, Kate. Good morning. You ho. What's Yoo-hoo! up, Kate? So I was once on a date, and I had no clue that it was actually a date. Like there were so many signals. This guy that I worked with, he asked me if I wanted to go to the movies, Just and it was just me and him, and I said, sure. Okay. So before the movie, I go out with um, my best friend, and we have, like, some smoky treats, and we eat a lot of Italian food and garlic, <laughs> oh, no. and then I go to the movie with this guy. He picks me up. He buys my ticket. I still have no idea. You didn't know and this was a date. Wow. You just thought this was I a work mean, thing. That seems like I a date. I know, I had no idea. And then when we even get home, he drops me off. He walks me to the front door, and then he kissed me on the cheek. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right, was was that extremely awkward? It was awful, and I felt so bad that I had no idea. <laughs> you, you know, the, the majority oh, of people would 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 think you were you had um, that you were going on a date with him. Yeah. Um, so 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 how did you how did you handle that? So once he kissed me on the cheek, I realized that it. Um, you know, like, oh my gosh, he actually likes me. This was a date. And I was just humiliated because I was acting just like a friend the whole time. Like I yeah. wouldn't be, I don't know. Well, that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. All right, well, no. But did, did you say anything then or did you say, anything, say something later? Um, no, I was so embarrassed that I never even brought it up. Ever oh, again? Okay. No. And you oh, continued wow. to work with him? Yes. That Aww. poor guy. I know. <laughs> Would you like to apologize to him? Would you like to apologize to him now? Just throw it out there in the world. Oh my God! Uh, so his name? No, no, you don't no, have to. No. no. Yeah. no. Yeah, what department does okay. he work in? I'm I'm officially apologizing. Yes. Yeah. All okay. right. All right. Listen, oh, I, I get. Uh, we have all we all have moments where we don't realize that someone may have affections for us, and right. and, um, and and we've had affections for people who didn't realize as well. Kate, why is it you weren't interested in him? I. I don't know. I just had never seen him that way, so I okay. never. I didn't read that as a date. He's a goon. I read that as like two friends hanging out, and it just shocked me. I so awful. Your perception is that he's a work friend, and you're going to go out to the movies together. But I, I think, okay. yeah, I get it. I understand. Okay. I, don't, I don't think you're, uh, you know, a criminal for that, but it, it, it can be uncomfortable. And I could see how you would feel a little yeah. bit, you know. Awkward about it, and and also, oh man! Um, all right, well, thank you. Did you kill him? Appreciate it. <laughs> By the way, somebody texts. I love it. Who made this article? Rugen. <laughs> That's right. That's Ronald Rugen Reagan's is my brother. Brother, yeah. He's not good with women. No, I Poor. know because I found one in his trunk. Oh. <laughs> Poor Rugen. All right, why don't we take a break and come back in just a moment. A reminder, Marissa is out tonight. You can join her for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, and she is going to be at Iron Oven in Southampton from 7 to 9, giving away free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green T-shirts and also getting you registered for a pair of tickets for the game against Buffalo on November 26th, courtesy of Bud Light. You have to be uh, 21 and older and present to win, so don't miss this opportunity. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Concert announcement on the way. Is your phone an app hole? 
You know, full of useless apps taking up space. Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 karat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, before we get into the meat of this segment, Steve, you wanted to mention something. Yeah, there's an awesome woman, Laura Mann. Uh, she is a great musician, and she has uh, a very charitable heart, and she helps out a lot of people. So I wanted to give a, a mention of this event she has coming up. It's at the uh, Living Room. It's also the Living Room and Cricket Cafe. It's an awesome place in Ardmore. And it is the one-year anniversary of this establishment, which is a very intimate music venue and cafe. So the November 4th, this Saturday, she is uh, performing, and there's going to be uh, an art show. It's, it's, it's a big celebration. And she is performing with Dan Navarro. Uh, he wrote with Pat Benatar and uh, the Bangles and Jackson Brown and Dave Edmonds. And he's done a whole bunch of music. He uh, he sang on some of the Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda songs in the, in the film Encanto. So he is a um, he's definitely a well-respected uh, uh, seasoned musician. And she's fantastic. So if you want to get some really great music and check out a place you might not have checked out before, tickets are available for this event. Again, it's the Living Room uh, and Cricket Cafe. And it is an art. More Laura Man is awesome and very charitable. And uh, if you want to have a great evening, uh, I suggest you check it out. I'll put the information. We'll get it up on the uh, the website. It's also on my social media. So, all right, excellent. Thank you. All right, Casey just reminded me we have yeah. uh, we have a concert announcement. Today. How's about this, man? Get uh, get some stuff ready to go with this, case, if you wouldn't mind. I'll, I'll kind of stall a little bit here, but there's a show coming up. It's going to be a summertime show. It's going to be August 9th. It's going to be at the bank, Citizens Bank Park. Ladies and gentlemen, we are stoked to pass along information to you. The fact that Green Day is coming to town. Green Day is performing August 9th, Citizens Bank Park. And they're going to have some friends with them as well. Green Day will be joined by... 
the Smashing Pumpkin. What? Yeah. And that's not all. So, so you got Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins. You're like, all right, that's enough right there, right? How about this? Rancid will be on the bill. So is this, is this like a festival bill? And the Linda Lindas what? will be joining as well. So this is, yeah, this is it. Four bands what? and one hell of a night at Citizens Bank Park. You remember, uh, Green Day was going to play uh, and, and they got that canceled. This is, yeah. hold on, Marissa's giving me thumbs up and is uh, saying some stuff here. Actually, it was postponed and it was happening. It was just like this, Steve. It was Green Day, Fall Out Boy, uh, Weezer and the Interrupters, yes. Hella Megator. But and this. it was incredible. So this is a reinvention of that. And well, with Smashing amazing. Pumpkins yes. on board. So this is uh, this is huge. Oh, so I love that. Smashing Pumpkins with uh, Green Day and Rancid and the Linda Lindas. Uh, tickets are on sale a week from Friday, a week from tomorrow. That'll be November 10th via Ticketmaster. And, of course, as you would imagine, Pierre Rowe freaking Bear is going to have tickets all week long to give away. Uh, the rest of this week, starting today. It's awesome. Make sure you tune in. Another chance to win is available at WMMR.com. It's called the Saviors Tour at Citizens Bank Park. And again, that's August 9th. And tickets were on sale a week from tomorrow. But you want to be with Pierre today as he will start giving away those tickets for the rest of the week. That'll be a sweet show to go check I, out. I mean, that is that is a hell of a bill. Yeah, I love that. That's some high energy. So. so who is Marissa more excited to see, Rancid or Green Day? Uh, probably Green Day. Yeah. Oh, well, so I was lucky enough to see like kind of the kickoff of this tour a few weeks ago in Vegas. Um, and I think I, I told you guys, it was the best Green Day show I've seen. Maybe wow. ever. Like, wow. this might have been my favorite Green Day show ever. But Rancid was supposed to tour this summer and didn't. So, All right. Rancid at Citizens Bank Park. That's pretty That's damn pretty good. That's pretty cool. Pretty damn good. Yep. All right. All right. All the information and another chance to win tickets at uh, WMMR.com. Are we going to do this? Uh... By popular request. By my request. Okay. We're going to do... The cowbell game. Okay. Uh, may I explain my impetus for this? Yes, please. Uh, I think this game was given short shrift. There are those who believe that I'm, I'm falsely enthusiastic about it. But once it got going and up and running, I appreciated and then also learned how many songs have this particular instrument. In there are a lot, actually. I, I thought I had all of them, but Marissa found a list of tons right. of cowbell songs, and we will eventually expand on this should the <laughs> demand be high enough. If there is some sort of national movement. But here's the deal. The format is a little confusing because it comes from Name That Tune, which is a show that was on forever ago. Or they, they redid it, didn't they? They just not that did long it recently, ago. yes. It's not, you know, it's not rocking the world uh, as far as, you know, everybody but- knowing about it, but it's kind of hard to understand if you're not familiar with how uh, Name That Tune works. There's a, there's the game is the is it's very similar. It's a ripoff of Name That Tune. It's the uh, the Shazam mm. uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. game uh, that uh, Jamie Foxx was hosting. Yeah, so uh, it's the same thing, same goddamn thing. I will explain this a couple of times. I'll explain this now. Yeah, a couple. Uh, and then I'll do it again when we get our contestants on board. So I will have a song that has cowbell in it. Um, most songs don't have like a continuous cowbell that no. goes on and on. The way name that tune that would be worked, a perfect world, but it doesn't happen. The way that name that tune worked was they would play a melody on a piano, okay, of a song that you were supposed to identify, 
and they would give you a clue, first of all, as to what that song is. And if you were able to decipher it by the clue along, alone, you could say, I could name that tune in zero notes. Just the clue alone would tell you what right. it was. But you, if you're unsure about it, you might say, mm, and they give you a minimum amount of, of, uh, of tones of, uh, of, of notes. And they would say, you know, the, the number is five. And you say, okay, I can name that tune in five notes. And the next person would have to go, all right, I can name that tune in four notes. And then the other person comes back and goes, you know what? I can name that tune in two notes. And the other person's like, okay, you're going to have to name, name that, that tune. tune. So here's the deal. You, when, when you are told to name that tune, name that cowbell, yeah. you have to answer. If you get it wrong, the other person gets to take a free guess at it. So we'll run through it again. So you're going right. to give a clue. Yep. And so both parties hear the clue. And yes. then you can say to the first person, okay, I can, and the first person, I can name that, uh, that tune in four notes. And then it diminishes. But at any point, remember this, when you're playing, you can say, all right, name that tune. You can call, if you believe they're bluffing, yep. you call their bluff. So we're going to call it name that cowbell. Name that cowbell. And, uh, last time we went with bonks. I can name that, I can name that. Cowbell and four bonks. Let's do bonks. So we'll try this out. And we know it's not that great of a contest. But I like it. We're going to try it. Okay, so. This is for me. We're going to go to our callers. I'm and a little I, sick boy in a I, hospital bed. I will explain it again when we get our contestants on the line, okay? But the good thing is, is, is you get to bargain, and you can also call someone out on this on when they need to try it. So we're going to go to Jay, first of all. Hi, Jay. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Jay. All right. Do you understand how this works? Kind of. Uh, yeah, of course. All right. That's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll get Jimbo on. A guy named Jimbo has got to know how to do this. Hi, Jimbo. Good morning. Taylor's got to go. Taylor's yeah. got to go. Yes, he does. All right. So, Jimbo, do you understand? Here, give him a Santa's got to go. Okay. Uh, Santa's got to go. All right. Do you understand how it, how it works, Jimbo? Yeah. Yeah. You, you do? Okay. Yeah, thank God. Jimbo's 50%. on board. All right. So, since I got Jay on first, Jay gets to go first and start the whole bidding thing. So, Jay, let me explain this again. I'm going to tell you a clue, okay, to this song, and then I'm going to give you a minimum number or a maximum number, I'm sorry, of bonks, okay? And then you have to decide. I can name that tune in whatever number you want to start off with. Four bonks, three bonks, two bonks, one bonks, and no bonks if you think that the clue alone will tell you what the prize is. All right, so here we go. This is your first clue. I engage in my vocation for five days and then have two off. That's the clue. I engage in my vocation for five days and then have two off. So that cryptic clue speaks to the song. And there are four, a total of four bonks in this song. So, Jay, you get to start. I can name that in one. Okay, he can name that that in, in one bonk. So, Jimbo, you can either name it in zero or you can tell him to name that cowbell. No, he can name it. Okay, so you got to say it, though. Say, name that cowbell. Name the cowbell. Okay, so I get to play you one bonk, and then you guess. All right, you ready, Jay? Yep. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, name that cowbell. Name that cowbell. Uh, is it working for the weekend? You're yeah. damn right it is. Oh, yeah. Jay. 
Jimbo, we're going to let you go, but thank you for calling in. Jay's a winner, and what do we have for him? Jay, you have a pair of tickets for the number one rated Birds home tailgate. It's going to be this Sunday at Live Casino before the Birds battle Dallas with top shelf all-you-can-eat food, all-you-can-eat food and drink. E-Rock as your DJ, Hollis Thomas as your Birds ambassador, and Philly Sports Trips as your host. You can visit phillysportstrips.com to grab your spot. All right. Cool. All right, hang on, Jay. We'll get your information. Oh, it worked. It worked. Hey, I knew it. I can't believe it. Okay, we're going to go to another caller. All right. Two more callers, <laughs> and we're going to try to name that cowbell again, or the cowbell game, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, we'll start with Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, you're going to be up first, and then we have Paul, who you're going to be going up against. Hey, Paul, good morning. Good welcome. Good, good, uh, welcome. good to see you. <laughs> All right, so, Justin, I'll ask you one at a time. Do you understand how the game works? Yep. Paul, do you understand how the game works? I do. All right. I think we are. This was the time. We're already ahead. We are in our time. We should actually quit right yeah, now. Yeah, that's it. All right. Here I'm and go so, get my car. So Justin gets to go first. I'm going to give you the clue. There are a total of 10 bonks in this particular song. 10 bonks? Yes. So, the clue is... What Nikki is to Paris. I'll say it one more time. The clue is what Nikki is to Paris. Okay. And you have 10 bonks to play with here, Justin. How do you want to start? I'll go with four bonks. All right. He says he can name it in four bonks. How about you, Paul? That bonk. All, right, All right, he's telling you to name that bonk. And remember, if he gets it wrong, Justin, Paul, or uh, if he gets it wrong, Paul, you get a free guess at it. All right, so here we go. Four bonks, and let's see if he can get it right. Here we go. All right, you know what? I had the music up. Let me do that one more time. All right, here we go. All right, Justin, name that cowbell. Don't fear the reaper. No. Don't fear the reaper. Incorrect. Okay. I'm sorry. That means that Paul gets a free guess at it. Paul, do you know what it I is? I do not know. You do not know. Oh. All right. Uh, anybody else here want to guess? I know. Little, little sister? Little, little sister. sister. Yeah. yeah. So neither one wins. Sorry. We got to let you go. And this is how that goes. This is from Queens of the Stone Age. You know what? Here's the question. So when when they would do when they would play, yeah. name that tune. Maybe I need to amend something here. Right? Would they play all of the notes for the person who gets the second chance at it? You know what I mean? For the the other person guessing. That's a good question. That's a good question. Let's try it that way. All right. And I'm sorry, Paul. We we hose you out of a prize. Do we want to give? Paul, all of the prizes we have right now. Yeah, Let's give him everything, everything that we have <laughs> as a thank you for being so patient with our ineptitude. Yeah. No! <laughs> We're moving on to the next one. All right, let me go to uh, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. Julie Jerkoff. Yes, forgive yes, me. Excuse me, Kirkoff. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. All right, Andrew, hang on. And then we have Erica. Hi there, Erica. Hi, there. Hi, we're playing the cowbell game. Okay, so Andrew, do you understand how it works? Yes, I do. Erica, do you understand? Yes, I do. Oh, oh my God. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmates? Erica does sound a little yeah. bit like the Jerkmate She's gal. awesome. Yeah, Erica, can you say, yo, ever heard of Jerkmates? Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? Yeah. 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 Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? All right, so... I'm going to start this off at, with Andrew getting the clue, and he gets the first crack at it. So here is your clue, Andrew. Igneous of the times. 
say it one more time. Igneous of the times. And there are ten bonks in this cowbell song. All right. I can name it in eight bonks. Eight bonks. Erica, how about you? Um... Name it. Oh, name right. oh wow. Name, okay. name that cowbell. All right, so you get eight. Wow, that's a bunch of them. That is a lot. Okay, so, Andrew, listen closely. I'm going to play the song, and you'll hear a cowbell eight times. There's music in this as right. well, I think. So here we go. <laughs> Ow. Okay, that was eight of them. I'm going to go with Rock of Ages. Yeah! Rock of the times. Of the ages. Ages. And you got it right. Uh, Thank you, Erica. Thanks for turning us on to Jerkmates, but she did not win. Uh, However, Andrew did. And what do we have for Andrew? Andrew, you have a case of November's Beer of the Month. Victory Brewing's Merry Monkey. Victory Brewing's Merry Monkey is a must this season. A Belgian ale with cranberry, orange, and cinnamon at 10% ABV to all a good night. All right. Andrew is a winner. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. This is working. I knew it. Working this time. Okay. We will go to uh, Mike uh, next. Uh, hi, Mike. Good morning. Hi, Mike. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. All right, Mike, hang on the line. Uh, we go next to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hello? Yeah, Brian, you're on the air. Hey, sorry if all you guys at work. Oh, it's okay? All right, man. All right, so, Brian, do you understand the game? I do. Mike, do you understand the game? Yes. Okay, excellent. So uh, Mike was in first. He was. So he gets the clue and the number of bonks, and then we're going to take it from there. Okay. (laughs) Here is your clue, and the clue could be anything. Yeah. All right, so here is the clue. D's nuts. (laughs) D's nuts. Yeah, and there are ten bonks, by the way, so let me say that again. That's the clue? D's nuts. You see? I got it. A little emphasis on that first one. I got it. All right, Mike, there's ten bonks. What do you say? Uh, five. All right, he five. can name it in five. Brian, it's over to you. Ooh. Um, I'll say uh, three bonks. Three bonks. Ooh. All right, back to you, Mike. Uh, name that bonk. Okay. All right, he's going to say name that bonk. It's name that cowbell. Yes, yeah, but I like better. the bonk. I like the bonk. Close too. enough. Sorry, it's no, all good. Buddy. It's all good. All right. So remember, hang on the line, Mike, because if uh, if he gets this wrong, you get a free shot at it, and we'll play all of the bonks for you. All right. So Brian, here are your three bonks with the clue D's nuts. Here we go. There were three cowbells in there. There's a lot of drums behind it, but there were definitely cowbells in the beginning. I'm gonna say. Big balls. Big balls. Big that balls. is incorrect. Uh, it's a good guess, though. Mike, we get to play all of the ten bonks for you, and then you get to guess. You ready? Sure. All right, here we go. All right, that's it. What's we're the song? We're not going to take it. Yes, we're not going to take it. Absolutely correct. D's. D. Snyder. Right. No, that was the clue. Take it. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, here's what we have for you. Mike, you got a pair of tickets to see Mark Maron. This is going to be uh, his all-in show Friday, May 3rd at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. Tickets go on sale this Friday, tomorrow at 10 a.m. via AXS.com. All right. We're getting out. Our textures are getting these right. See? So, it's working out. I knew it was ahead of its its uh, time. Uh, we only have one more. All right. Uh, that one right there? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, so 
So we'll get our next two callers on the line. Then we're going to have to let everybody else go. So I apologize, but that's all we have for today. But we're working on other ones. All right, we have uh, Steve, who's up first. Hey, Steve, good morning. Dude, it's Brewer. <laughs> Dude, it's Brewer. Well that done. That was great. Yeah. Steve, hang on a second. And then we have Alex. Hey, Alex. Yoo-hoo! All right, Steve, you know how to play the game? Yes, I do. Alex, do you understand? I do. All right, so Steve gets to go first. I will give you a clue and the number of bonks, and then you start the bidding. Here we go. We'll start with this, Steve. Eddie and the fellas will have you on the floor for the entire evening. Oh, jeez. I'll give it to you one more time. Eddie and the fellas will have you on the floor for the entire evening. Uh, I can name that tune in eight bonks. In eight, eight bonks. bonks. All right, Alex, he says eight. How about you? I'm going to say seven bonks. Seven bonks. That's back to you now, Steve. Uh, I can name that tune in five bonks. Five, five bonks. bonks. All right, Alex, how about you? I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to have to say name that cowbell. Name that cowbell. All right, All Steve. Right. With the clue, Eddie and the fellas will have you on the floor for the entire evening. Here are your five bonks. Uh, I got nothing. You got nothing. Oh. Sorry, Steve. We gotta let you, we gotta let you go, buddy. All right, but that means Alex gets to hear all ten of them, and then take a guess at it. So here it is with the clue: Eddie and the fellas will have you on the floor for the entire evening. All ten of them. All right, that's it. What song is it? Dance the night away. It is. There's a, there's a strategy, and yep. you played it well. That is correct, Alex, and here's what we have for you. Okay. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh. I'm going to go with this one. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> How about a pair of tickets for the number one rated Birds home tailgate? It's going to be Sunday at Live Casino before <gasps> the Birds Battle Dallas with Top Shelf. <gasps> All you can eat, food, and drink. E-Rock as your DJ, Hollis Thomas as your Birds ambassador, and Philly Sports Trips as your host. Visit phillysportstrips.com to grab your spot. We did it! We- I knew it. I knew it. It worked. It worked. It just took playing it that one time to get all the bugs worked out. Proud of you, son. And this, I'm thank you, thanks, Dad. I appreciate that. Go get me a beer. Are we all happy with how that went? Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's good. literally yeah. crying. Good. It was it was poo pooed pretty hard last time. Steve was a, was my cheerleader, my champion, who kept b- asking to do it again. I knew that we were just seconds away from having it be the most profound radio experience in history. There has to be something that has to be the most profound radio. Uh, Marissa, the gatekeeper of all things cowbell. Yes, thank yeah. you, Marissa. Marissa yeah. just, and she was trying to realize your vision, and she was jumping through hoops mm-hmm. and uh, giving you. All the options and everything was refined, and here we are. I mean, now, right, Kathy? Well, and really, anything is better yeah. than yes or no. So Do you want a tissue? To win for you. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done yes or no in a long time. She loves yes or no. I know, and that's it. You know how they say you make fun of the things you when you're flirting. Uh, I'm totally. I'm not right. even flirting with She's the flirting with the game. Right. Ooh, I, oh, I hate you. I think you're wasting time. It's uh, boring. Uh-huh. It's, of course, she loves it. Yeah, it's it's a love letter to that <laughs> game. That's it. Yeah. And she's raising her eyebrows when she says, it. "Yeah." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she does that thing where you put yeah. your sleeves That's in her right. Just like one arm, like a chest yeah. burster. Yeah. 
All right, so I think we should quit while we're ahead and uh, take a break and come back and get to the bizarre files that sound good with everyone. Yes. Yeah. All right, we will do that right now. Come back in a moment. And we'll also reiterate a couple of things. We had a concert announcement. We also have some uh, Camp Out After Dark announcements that we made. A lot of people asking for you to repeat that info. All right, so we will certainly do that. We'll be back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us. Hey gang, it's me, Dracky Bam Bam, the world's tallest elf. I'm asking that you join me as MMR rocks the 42nd annual Delaware Valley Abate for the Kids Motorcycle Toy Run. It's happening this Sunday. We're going to get the bikes lined up on Columbus Boulevard and Spring Garden right outside of Cavanaugh's River Day, starting at 8 a.m. And then at noon, I'll be waving that flag as your Grand Marshal, and I'm so honored I will lead the parade of thousands of bikers on a 10-mile beautiful run with live bands playing along the route, including Vinyl Logic, Spare Parts, and Delco Boys. We'll end up at Rivers Casino, and that's where we'll deliver the new and unwrapped toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots program. All the details are at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Real quick, I want to I want to thank these guys. They sent this over. This is very, very nice. Uh, this is from uh, Brooklyn Rittner, uh, who said uh, sent us an invite uh, to their wedding this week. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and she wrote, good morning, Ed. I wanted to invite you all to our tailgate wedding this Sunday at the link. Rob and I were born and raised South Jersey, have been avid listeners of your show, and MMR as a whole for the last 20 years. Ginormous Eagles fans for 40 years and love everything about Philadelphia except driving. Rob hates the traffic. <laughs> uh, our playbook is attached. We'd be honored if all of you and Pierre could join us for even just a toast and a slider. Uh, and I know you're gearing up for camp out, so I totally get it if you can't make it. That was really cool. What about the sliders? Yeah, I love yeah, sliders, that, man. I think you just got Nick at yeah. sliders. I'm in. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> by the way, she works right down the hall. She works at uh, oh. Had, Hadden Planning. It says Hadden Planning Group right past the yeah. bathrooms. Sure, so they can bring the sliders to us. Yeah. Uh, she says, I'm trying to get permission from our broker to contribute to Camp Out for Hunger this year. That's cool. You remember right. that when that little girl fell in the well years ago? If someone had just dropped a slider down, you would have gone down yeah. and, and brought the girl out. She would have been fine. When I see their sign, because uh, they when you go to the, the bathrooms, you make, yeah. a, make a left past the elevators and go to the bathrooms, I always read it as uh, hard on. <laughs> no, it does look Child. <laughs> it's had done. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Uh, and by the way, their um, their official uh, invite or, or their, what do you call these, invitations, um, look like uh, Eagles tickets. I think it's Aww. terrific. That's cool. It's uh, well done, isn't it? Uh, the best to them. So yeah, obviously there's a lot going on as we're getting prepped for the camp out, but that's uh, it's a wonderful offer. Oh, this is cute. Uh, it's uh, section 11, row 5, seat 2023. They're actually getting married at the tailgate? Yeah. That's cool. What do they say about the sliders? It says uh, LFF lot N. All right. uh, Noon to 4 p.m. Tickets not included. Uh, So congratulations, guys. That's a lot of fun. And thank you for the invite. We do appreciate that. I don't think we're going to be able to make it, but uh, at least I'm speaking for myself. I I will not be able to make it, but... Well, you're a man of the cloth. Have a good time. Yes, Sunday is my... It's the Sabbath. (laughs) So I've got to... I have to uh, do my duty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we do Bizarre File, I want to reiterate this information we passed along earlier this morning about Camp Out for Hunger, which is a week from Monday. Yep, two weeks uh, or less than two weeks away. Um, this is what's happening in the evening. We are calling it Camp Out After Dark. It's what we've always called it. Uh, but 
We have this posted at WMMR.com slash camp out, and it's updated daily, but all the info is there. But we rolled out some of the evening things that are going on. The big thing is that food trucks and fireworks, with Celebration Fireworks, is happening Monday night, the very first night. There, there are things going on at the uh, sports complex all week. We got a tool concert. We got Sixers games. We got Flyers games. We have so many things happening uh, that we're not going to be able to do it on any other night. And plus, we thought it'd be kind of fun to try it out on a Monday night. Take the week off with something big. 12 food trucks. The FM band is performing live. That's Kyle's band. Yeah. So you get to see him sing and the rest of the group. They're phenomenal. Xfinity Live is serving beverages, free rides from Skelly's Amusements, and Celebration Fireworks show that starts at 8 p.m. And honestly, the food. These, these these trucks. I mean, we're talking the, the creme de la creme. You're going to love it. We'll have the lineup uh, on the food trucks yeah. tomorrow. So we'll reveal that information Excellent. Uh, Tuesday night is movie night. We will be showing, after much discussion, Step Brothers outside on Xfinity's mobile screen. Our big, our close friend Adam McKay, who donates every year to the Camp Out for Hunger, is the man who created Step Brothers. Yeah. So it kind of uh, dovetails nicely. And it will be in its original theatrical form. Keep that in mind when you're the kids. Yes. Punch me in the effing face. Yeah. <laughs> The effing Catalina, Catalina, Catalina <laughs> wine mixer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so free snacks from Asher's Chocolates and Philly Pretzel Factory. <laughs> Come on. Just bring your chairs and blankets, okay? Because we will not have those. Bring chairs and blankets. By the way, I like you working the uh, the hot chocolate angle. If we I think we should, awesome. I, we should get some hot chocolate. I'll make it. We'll work on it. Uh, Wednesday, Quizzo with Johnny Good Times, and that will be held inside Victory Beer Hall at Xfinity Live. So it's Preston and Steve Quizzo on Wednesday night, and the winning team. It's a fully catered Flyers suite. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean this is a, again, a lot of times people play just for bragging rights. You're getting this. And then Thursday night, for everybody who makes a donation, not everyone, we're going to, I'll get you the number soon, but we're going to have a limited number, but free yeah. for donations. Preston and Steve, Camp Out for Hunger t-shirts, which we've never had before. So we're all going to be, obviously, we're going to be there and accessible all the time. But on that particular event, if you come on down, and it, you know, regardless of the, the, the shirt count, we're going to be there taking pictures, whatever yeah. you want. We want to spend some time with you if you're not able to make it in the morning, which we hope you can do both. That's picture night for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then that's it because, uh, you know, we wrap up on Friday morning and we're done. Events are free to attend with a donation for Phil Abundance. Free parking in the P-Lot on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You want parking information. You want donation info and yes a lot of people have been asking questions via text will acme have their on store on site store yes they will um there there are a lot of questions like that that you can get answers to at uh, wmmr.com slash camp out listen they obviously at the acme and and i've been donating you you know you can pay when you you uh um, make your purchase but that point about having actual food dropped off is very uh, critical. We haven't been able to do that for the obviously the past couple of years when there was COVID and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, that goes right into the uh, into their uh, coffers, so to speak, and that food gets distributed immediately. So please, yeah, let's let's have a return to that as well. Yep. All right. So with all that, let's now do the bizarre file. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you by RDSC, Philly J-Dog from J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. You got junk and want it gone? Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling, veteran and military, family-owned and operated. You can visit J-Dog Junk Removal, RDSC.com. 
That's J-Dog Junk Removal, R-D-S-C dot com. So, doorbell video captured the shocking sight of an Amazon driver repeatedly stomping on a package shortly after delivering it to a Southern California home. Yeah. Okay. This reminds me of Ace Ventura, the beginning of that movie. <laughs> Completely. Completely. Uh, the driver's seen placing the package on the home's front doorstep and taking a picture of the intact box and then removing it and jumping on it several times. The homeowner was stunned when she reviewed her footage. She said, I heard banging outside. And I was like, what the heck is that? This is Mandy Martinez. She said, then I heard a bigger bang. Uh, she was working from her home when she heard the noises outside. She checked her Nest camera. Although the driver steps behind a pillar, it is clear that he is stomping on her package, which was a Wi-Fi routing system that she had ordered. So that could withstand that. He then threw it hard back onto her porch. She said, I really don't know what he was thinking, like why he decided to do all that. Uh, the driver was gone by the time she stepped outside. She reached out to Amazon, and the company agreed to replace the $350 router. No word on what consequences the driver may face. No reason as to why this was selected nope. randomly to be destroyed by the driver? No idea why. According to its Airbnb listing, the Castle House in Alpena, Michigan, is an incredible historic home that's bursting with charm. According to a group of eight women who rented the abode earlier this year, the place is actually more like a horror movie complete with bats. That's per a new lawsuit filed Monday against both Airbnb and the home's owners, in which the plaintiffs say they suffered a sleepless, scream-filled night of terror. Does one of those bees stand for bat? Uh, the woman, the women who rented the residence at the end of July for their 50th high school reunion say that the first couple of days their stay at the castle were uh, very uneventful. A few nights in, however, all hell broke loose. They say, claiming that as two of the women were attempting to go to sleep in the room inside the turret, they spotted a dark shape flying around the bedroom. Oh, man. Women say they ran out, shut the door behind them, sealing the crack under the door with blankets so that the lone bat, or so they thought, couldn't escape. But They were, quote, <laughs> consumed with more bats in the hall and stairwell, however, and so retreated back to their bedrooms trying to block the door, uh, the cracks with towels, pillows, and other materials, Jeez. but the bats found their way in through the gaps in the baseboards and walls. The women cowered underneath their covers until dawn when the screeching bats finally headed back into the attic. I see you ladies are having trouble. At least one of the women says that she was bitten. An exterminator found wow. a large colony of Michigan brown bats in the attic with bat urine and inches upon inches of bat guano coating the floors oh, and walls. my gosh. Uh, the women who were advised to get rabies vaccination say that Airbnb negligently allowed the bat infested, infested home to be advertised on the platform. Well, they said the homeowners had a responsibility to ensure that the home was safe when renting it. So they are going through <laughs> with their lawsuit Don't over you, that. You get bitten by a bat at your yeah. Airbnb? Yep, yep. All right, this is a terrible story, but this does happen from time to time. 18 individuals were admitted to a hospital after consuming illicit homemade alcohol in Indonesia. 12 were reported dead. Whoa. Four remain in critical condition. Uh, the incident took place following a wedding gathering where the victims, whose ages range from 16 to 45, consumed the bootleg liquor. Shortly after, hospital found uh, the hospital found itself inundated with 18 victims exhibiting symptoms of alcohol intoxication. 
intoxication. While four of the individuals are in critical condition, one appears to show signs of recovery. A 13th victim was reported to have died after family members requested an early discharge from the hospital, although a spokesperson was unable to confirm that. Uh, A suspect believed to be associated with the incident has been arrested, and this unfortunate incident is is only one in the latest of a trend of fatalities linked to bootleg liquor production in regions where alcohol is illegal or difficult to obtain. So sometimes they'll make it out of... Yes, fuel yep. and kill people, and formaldehyde yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, a man is sued a funeral home. This is kind of a follow-up story to one that I had last week, I believe. A man is sued a funeral home for allegedly giving families fake ashes while the real dead were left to decompose in a building. Why are there butts in this? The Colorado Bureau of Investigation has said they found at least 189 dead bodies improperly stored at a building owned by Return to Nature. Remember, I reported on this. Yes. Warning that the number could change as the investigation and process of identifying the victims continued. We let your loved ones rot back into the soil. The plain, uh, the plaintiff in this lawsuit, Richard Law, and entrusted his late father, Rod, Roger Law, to the funeral home owned by a couple, uh, John and Carrie Halford, in 2020. 20. Colorado Company was supposed to cremate the man, and uh, they gave the son what were supposed to be Roger Law's ashes. Now, it's alleged that Roger, a grandfather of five children, was among the many bodies found in the building. It turned out the ashes were Rice Krispies, Preston. No, I'll tell you what they were in a second here. Nearly three years after his death, Roger still has never been cremated. Instead, he was allowed to decompose in squalid conditions. Oh, my God. In some cases, such as Roger's, the owners allegedly had given the loved ones counterfeit ashes to the families and falsified death certificates. The document names Richard Law as the only plaintiff, but it's a class action lawsuit. Other loved ones who stepped forward have previously cast skepticism on the so-called ashes they received. Four families who spoke to the Associated Press said the material seems like dry concrete. Dry concrete. And that's what they... That's what they gave them. Actually, that's a pretty good... If you're looking to fake it, because I have my mother's ashes, and I would... Yeah, I'd buy dry concrete. It's pretty similar to that. So So good for them. But these people... (laughs) The people that own this, this funeral home... They were they they had hundreds of people that they just flat out built and just and and didn't even do anything with the body. They slipped up though, like at one of the wakes, the, the guy came over and said, "Were you related to the concrete?" Yeah, and there you go, yeah. and then it all just unwound. And then everyone knew. All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break and come back, and when we return, we'll do today's lesson question. We'll get the trash. We'll get the music news too. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, it's Thursday morning. And, uh, oh, today, by the way, and in fact, less than an hour from now, is the deadline for the Preston and Steve dorm room decor TikTok tour video that you can make. And you know what? You got time to go make a quick video if you want to. If you are uh, a inhabitor of a dorm room and it's pretty awesome and you want to show it off, you could win $1,000 from College Ave Student Loans. Yes. And uh, 11 a.m. the cutoff today, by the way. And we'll put them up for a vote. So you can go to PrestonandSteve.com and get the information there. But uh, make the video first and then you can get on board. Um, College Ave Student Loans, a better way to pay for college. Voting will start on Saturday, I believe. So get yourself ready to take a peek at those and vote for them. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a $50 Metro Diner Dining card if you can answer the question correctly. And I think we'll, uh, we'll go with this. Back in the almost 7 o'clock range in England, who narrates Britney Spears' The Woman in Me? 215-263-WMMR in England. Who narrates Britney Spears, uh, The Woman in Me? Because here it's uh, Michelle Williams. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. So uh, let's see Oscar if winner. you know who this is or was referred to on the show earlier this morning. 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Lorenzo's and Sons Pizza. The iconic Lorenzo and Sons Pizza is a Philadelphia staple locations in Westchester, in Xfinity Live, and in Live Casino and Hotel. Tell Philadelphia. Visit LorenzosWestchester.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Sophia Bush celebrating her divorce from her ex-husband and a new romance with retired soccer player Ashlyn Harris. Uh, she got a tattoo to celebrate it. The 41-year-old One Tree Hill alum got a calligraphy rendering of the words, Vag, it's what's for supper. Wow. Hello. Mariah Carey. Craig Casey, I know you're a huge fan. Oh, yeah. is being sued for $20 million by two men, Andy Stone and Troy Powell. Who claim they too wrote a song titled All I Want for Christmas is You? The litigious Stone and Powers are also involved in another lawsuit claiming they invented lawsuits. Oh, oh my God. And finally, Britney Spears' child home in Kentwood, Louisiana hit the market Tuesday for a whopping $1.2 million. Spears says the home holds a lot of sentimental value for her because it was in her teenage bedroom where she lost her sanity. Uh. <laughs> All right, going to the phones. We'll see if someone knows. Knows the answer to this in England who narrates Britney Spears, The Woman in Me, 215263, WMMR, the number. We will go to Ward and see if we can get the answer. Ward, Ward good morning. Good morning to hear from you, boys. <laughs> good morning, it, my man. All right, so who narrates it in England? That would be Sir Ian McKellen. Yes. Sir Ian McKellen is the correct answer. Hang on the line. We're going to give you a $50 Metro Diner dining card, and you can visit MetroDiner.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! 
All right, we're going to start with this. Uh, we have new and the last. We're going to play some of this for you. The last new Beatles music you will ever hear. Mm. According to Paul, he's saying this is pretty right. much it. Yeah, so there was a demo that John had done back in the day. If you remember the anthology series, there were a couple of songs uh, that came out of demos that John had done. Uh, Free as a Bird was one of them. Uh, and then the other one was, uh, oh man, what was the other song? I'm, I'm having, I'm go, oh, um, Real Love. Yeah. Two, two great songs. And by Walk the way. Like a Liverpudlian. No, that wasn't in there. Uh, but this is a song that they have pieced together from a demo. I'll play a little bit of the original demo from now and then. Right. And then uh, we'll play uh, the the fixed vocals, and then we'll play actually part of the song. Excellent. All right, so here's the original demo. I know it's true. It's all because of you. There's a, the piano's very loud in the background, so they right. needed to find a way to get rid of that. So then they did. They used a little AI, and then they were able to isolate those vocals and clean them up a little bit. And this is what it ended up sounding like. I know it's true. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Wow. It's all because of you. And if I make it through, it's all and so they now have written music around that. And everybody was involved in this. George was involved in this, too, before he died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why this is going to be the last bit of music of the four of them uh, together. He's together in yeah. the most um, yeah. uh, circuitous way. But there is a certainly a magic to this. Yeah. So let's listen to some of this. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll let Pierre you serve up. Play all. We'll let Pierre serve up the whole thing. All right. all right. Does that sound all right? Zappa zappa cool, man. All right. So here we go. This is uh, some of now and then from the Beatles. One, two. I'm like you're you're like flooded with uh, 
you know, I mean, that's it's amazing that they were able to do that. Uh, the, yeah. the key was extracting that uh, overmodulating, you know, uh, piano. Yeah, you got to yeah. figure at some point um, had John's life not been taken so sh- soon, do you think they would have ever gotten back together and created uh, new music? Maybe. Absolutely. I, I, I think after time, yes. it would. They were heading there. Would have healed up. I mean, I, I think it would have eventually happened. Yeah. I think he would have. John himself would have been hosting a, a game show on NBC called Cowbell. Wow. Is he familiar with the Cowbell? Wow. Uh, uh, is it now? Now, John, is it nine bunks or eight? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, you know, I, I I love this. It's uh, great. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the the whole thing. But and there's a video that is uh, with it that's about eight or nine minutes. I think they're doing a longer one. This is just a part of it that they released about pulling it all together because yeah. George Harrison's son is involved, obviously. And it's up uh, on uh, PrestonSteve.com. Steve. There you go. Awesome. It's called uh, Now and Then the Last Beatles Song, and uh, it's twelve minutes long. A little bit of a, of a spoiler alert if you if you haven't seen the movie yesterday and you don't want to know a little thing that happens in there, then then turn your radio down for just a moment. But yeah. in that movie. When when he finds out that John's alive, yes, uh, and he goes to the house, I I mm-hmm. almost cried. I I, I I I was like, oh my god, oh my god, he's alive. I was just like, it yeah. was well, the guy. It felt real. Uh-huh. The guy who was playing him was excellent. Yeah, and um and his reaction to finding out that his music has oh. made it out. It's Robert Carlyle, right? Yeah, I believe it's Robert Carlyle. Yeah. yeah. Who's Robert Carlyle? You would know him from uh, The Full Monty and... Uh, really? Maybe a few other things. Yeah, I, I think he that role, and again, we're way past it, but spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, that was, was him? Was uncredited, yeah. Good Lord, he's lost a lot of weight. Thank you. Okay, all right. Anyhow, um, so uh, we'll let Pierre, t- I'm sure Pierre wants to take that whole thing out That's, first. Yes, this is Pierre's turn. So, so we'll let him uh, get to that and, uh, in a little while. Yeah, uncredited in yesterday. Wow. I had no idea. All right. Um, the other big news was that we announced that uh, Green Day is coming to town. Hey! And not just Green Day. Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas are all going to be playing. I'm very excited for this. At the Citizens Bank Park. And this will be on Friday, August 9th. And tickets go on sale a week from tomorrow at 10 a.m. And not only is PR going to have Brandon Beatles to play for you, he's going to have tickets to give away for this event. He has um, got it all. Yeah, and you know what? We have another piece of uh, of music to play for you because there is, uh, they just released a video, uh, Green Day did, for Look Ma No Brains, which is the latest track off of the album Saviors, so we can play a little bit of that right now. This is Green Day.
brand new from uh, Green Day. It's called Look Ma No Brains, the latest track off of their album Saviors, which will be out on January 19th. Do you know what you know what I like about this? That's Green Day sounding like Green Day. Yeah. Like, and I mean that as, as the, the best possible assessment. The way the Rolling Stones sound like the Rolling Stones. You know, that, like, I don't know if you'd recall it a return to form or whatever it is, but it is, um, yeah, I love it. They don't reinvent themselves. Right. They're just being who they are. Right. The offspring's that way, too. Same. You know what I mean? They just keep doing it. Do so. it. If you do it well, keep yep. doing it. Yep. Uh, Dave Grohl has released an expanded version of his book, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music. It's now available in paperback. Uh, the new version offers a wide variety of extra content, including the story of when Dave first met Paul McCartney. Who uh, you? In 2021. I love this story. He gets so, he's so sensitive. Uh, he's, he's, I mean, think of the weight of being Paul McCartney. Uh, the storyteller shot to number one of the New York. Care about your stories. <laughs> the stupid. Can you do it with the reverb? It just didn't make, it, I love that. Leave me alone. <laughs> stories are them. You don't think I have stories? I was in the friggin' Beatles. Uh, it shot to number one on the New York Times bestseller list. The book, which reads of his uh, love of family and music, has sold over two million copies, by the way. Dirty Honey, coming out Friday, November 3rd. Tomorrow, Can't Find the Breaks, the second full-length album and third release overall by Dirty Honey is being released. The Quartet recorded the follow-up to 2021 self-titled effort in Australia with Nick Didia. Didia? Didia? Didi's nuts. Uh, who's been producing the band since it uh, first uh, since its first hits? When I'm gone, I'm rolling sevens in 2019. The 11 track set widens our lane, according to guitarist John Notto, who tells uh, who said that uh, there was a mission this time to expand on what Dirty Honey has done to date and explore a more diversified sound like heroes such as Led Zeppelin, Queen, Guns N' Roses, and Aerosmith. Uh, he said, knowing my brothers in creativity, I know that they have more taste in them than just the purity, purely one style. So if I'll write to experiment and see what comes out and then sift through and try to make it sound still like us. And I think we did a great job, he said. I uh, can't find the break certainly fits the hard riff rock mold uh, that Dirty Honey's earlier releases, but experiments with different flavors and textures, particularly on mellower tracks such as Coming Home and You Make It All Right. This is also Dirty Honey's first album with uh drummer Jaden Bean, who replaced Corey Coverstone earlier this year. I didn't even know that that happened. And they had played the MMRBQ. Apparently, it was done very, very quietly. Like so they what happened to Corey Coverstone? They didn't make any announcements. Well, I did a little digging on it this morning. I found a video that stated that he just didn't like touring. So right. He, he bailed. He, he quit. I, I tried to talk to him a couple of times, and he was a very quiet guy. Yeah. He was very standoff be here. Um, but yeah, he, he's he, in the corner of the room doing the chest pressure thing under his shirt. He uh, doesn't like uh, touring. So, uh, Dirty Honey recently started a North American headline tour that'll run through mid December. That's kind of uh, surprising because Mark is so easy to talk to. Oh yeah, he's, he's right? like the nicest guy on the planet. In fact, right. we had a we had a wonderful interview with him at the yeah. camp out. I got yeah. to chat with him at camp out for a bit too, and I mean not at camp out at um, uh, MMR barbecue. He's just such a nice guy. Yeah. What does this text mean? I think it's just cool. It's like MMR is still debuting. Oh, new music. I saw the one above that. Okay. Oh, no, no. The- uh, yeah, it says WMMR debuting new Beatles next to new Green Day. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. 2023. Yeah. How about that? Wow. 
All right, and then finally, uh, coming out uh, tomorrow is Equal Strain on All Parts, an album that Jimmy Buffett and his Coral Reefer band recorded prior to his death on September 1st. Uh, Buffett co-wrote 11 of the 14 tracks for his, his first thrash metal album, right? For his 32nd studio album, which also features a cover of Mozambique, a song from Bob Dylan's 1976 album Desire that Buffett particularly liked. Guests on Equal Strain include Paul McCartney. What? Uh, yeah, you're... What did anyone let me know? No, I said it was with Jimmy Buffett. Tell me these things! <laughs> you didn't know that it was... That's both. one of my stories, by the way, Grove. Uh, not only Paul McCartney, but Emily Harris, uh, Angelique uh, Kidjo, Will Kimbrough, and Preservation Hall Jazz Band, and even Buffett's dog Kingston make an appearance on this album. You can't make a dog sing! <laughs> <laughs> Buffett was diagnosed with uh, Merkel cell carcinoma, rare skin cancer back in 2019. He was hospitalized last year and went into hospice care during the summer before passing away at his home in Sag Harbor, New York. Uh, some behind-the-scenes footage from the Equal Strain sessions include McCartney recording on the track My Gummy Just Kicked In. <laughs> I love that. Which is just a I love wonderful that. title. Uh, has already been released with more to come, by the way. So, Buffett had a house, I guess, in Sag Harbor, and... Um, um, Paul McCartney has ah. a home in Sag Harbor, so they're probably ah. neighbors. For a brief period, Preston, to my agent when I first started in comedy, um, he had a he went to like a small like farmhouse um, in and amongst all these you know estates, and he was walking along the beach one day, and you know he's there with his dog and walking along the beach, and Paul McCartney's walking the other way, wow. and and they stopped and they talked for like a half hour. We were walking along the beach, it's like, wow. and my. Agent, his name is Lou Stevens. He was one of the a massive Beatles fans. So it was like he, he couldn't even. How do you even convey that? Hey. You're, you're walking along the beach with Paul McCartney. It's lucky he got him on a good day. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. otherwise he could have flipped out. Leave me alone! Yes. I'm trying to surf cast. Go for stripers and blues. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Just standing along the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Have a fish fry. All right. Leave me out! <laughs> Like F you loons. Alright, and there you go. Uh, speak with you for a little bit. <laughs> Leave me alone! Come back to your pond, you old fool! <laughs> Norman and Paul McCartney. No, the man that. <laughs> go to hell! <laughs> Why don't you listen to you, bitch? Dude, I just got a cramp. I was laughing so hard. Ow. <laughs> Golden oh Pond meets um, Paul the McCartney in Sag Harbor. Yeah. It's crazy. It could happen. Anything can happen in the world of radio. Yeah. Theater right. of the mind. Yeah. All right. That's uh, the last story in music news. We will take a break. When we come back, we will wrap up the program. We will get the letter of the wor- letter of the day for the word of the week, which you give away tomorrow. And Pierre's going to tell us what's got in store for you today. So hang out. We'll be back in a moment. 
Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success. Help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Phil Abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. A being human. Forgetting Sarah Marshall with Jason Siegel of 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. It was perfect, though. Uh, there was Casey's idea. Played out just right. Um, yeah. What? Well, Marissa was saying that Jason Siegel performed that song at some Halloween party over the weekend. Oh, yeah. really? He's, yeah. he's operating the puppet. He's doing oh, the whole thing. And towards, okay, at the end of the movie, they have the actual puppets and they show the uh, uh, his Dracula musical with puppets. Oh, that's great. I love that. All right, 1040, good buddy, on this um, Friday or Thursday morning. Oh, we're, we're, well, listen, we, we're in no sad bro. We're on pre Friday. It's already no sad bro, but tomorrow will officially be Friday and uh, it'll be a beautiful thing. So we'll have lots to get to. Uh, let's see. Uh, no guests on the show. Nobody to really thank. Other no guests, bro. You, no guests, bro. Uh, but thank you for being a part of today's program and taking it in and uh, hopefully uh, getting all the details about Camp Out After Dark and uh, the Green Day Smash. Pumpkins, uh, Rancid, Linda Linda's show. Crazy. Uh, we played some new Beatles for you. We played some new um, Green Day as well. We didn't play the whole Beatles song. I was hoping uh, Pierre would uh, happily debut that in a little while. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Nice. So cool. Excellent. I love the text that you got, too, uh, from the person that says, New Beatles and New Green Day. Where would you hear that? Only yeah. on MMR. Yeah. I mean, it. W- that's why... Uh, with all due respect and love to the consultants, we're not a rock station. We're a rock and roll yeah. station. We're a rock and roll radio station with this history um, of all kinds of music. It's not hard rock. You know, all the things that you've heard me say over the years, it's all these pieces of the pizza pie uh, that make up this place. But the fact that that listener caught that uh, gem of a moment, yeah. you know, a new Beatles and a new green day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you just wouldn't hear that on most radio stations. Yep. They wouldn't even go there. Yep. So, absolutely. Here's to us. Or maybe you'll have both of them today. I don't know. <clears throat> Very possible. Ooh, That'd be great. great. If it's around, I'll I'll take it. Okay. You're a little gussied up. Uh yeah. Well, I'm going up to the uh rock and roll uh not rock radio. Up. 
the Radio Hall of Fame ceremony tonight for John DeBella. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's so great. We did a little video for him, I think, that, that oh, was in, in, the, in the tribute, which Very is nice. uh, John is so uh, positively needs to happen, inducted yep. into the Radio Hall of Fame. Absolutely. So uh, I'm doing that after the program, and uh, I'm going to shake some hands with some of the officials there and go, Hi. <laughs> I did not. I, I, it's really fine. When it's came, really fine. Yeah. <laughs> when no, when he came in on my show, he goes, "Yeah, I got nominated. I'm in the Rock and Roll. I'm good, good for you." The radio, <laughs> whatever you the said, hell it is, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> whatever it is, uh, you're in it. Yeah, and he's now in it, or yeah. he will be tonight. So and I, you will, I actually, you'll be in in in, in short, short order. order. I will be in a cardboard box. <laughs> no, uh, down on Sixth and Locust. There's an overpass. <laughs> And I'm saving my cardboard now. And um, Grin and Greg's going to make me a sign that said, I used to be on the radio. <laughs> and if you could possibly see your way clear to a couple of bucks and a bottle of Thunderbird, but please, I have my standards in a paper bag. I like the overpass at uh, 23rd and uh, the Boulevard, right? right. It's actually underneath the Vine Street Expressway. I, I know yeah. the one yeah. you speak of. Yeah, I, I like that I've spot. I've scouted them all, but yeah. to me... Uh, a new um, a new concrete island is like clean sheets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Your cardboard and, box might be warmer though than where you live now. So it, it might actually yeah. be warmer than where I live now in the in the polar zone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Uh, well, shall we do the letter? Yes. All right. Here we go. Kristen and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right. The President and Steve show brought to you today by the letter L, as in Linda. Linda. All right. And we will give away tomorrow a four pack of tickets for the sold out Tool concert Thursday, November sixteenth at the Wills Fargo Center, presented by WMMR. Of course. So uh, tomorrow we give that away, which is exciting stuff. Uh, what's on the Program. We know you got good stuff coming up. Great stuff, and it'll all be happening on the program. Okay, right. there it is. <laughs> That's exciting. Uh, yeah, there'll be great stuff. Brand so, new Beatles. Well, there'll be new Beatles, yep. and there'll be blocks. And I think you said I had Green Day tickets. Uh, uh, yeah, so you have tickets for that show, uh, which is uh, not only Green Day, but Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and Linda Linda's. Yes, uh, you have tickets the rest of the week, that, or so I have been told. Yes, so that will be happening, too. So please join me and save your cardboard. Excellent. Yes. All right, let me thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show's Brought to you today by Duncan. Yes. The Steve Show runs on Duncan, by the way. Um, and a reminder that Marissa Magnata out tonight. Marissa Magnata <laughs> will be at the Iron Oven in Southampton from 7 to 9. It is the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. And there's free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green t-shirts. And, of course, you can get registered and win tickets to the Birds and Buffalo game. Courtesy of Bud Light, it's November 26. Must be present to win and 21 or older to enter. Uh, tomorrow on our program, it's a Friday, no sad bro, and we'll have comedian Ted Alexandro in the uh, studio. Uh, connoisseur with stuff to give away as well, yeah. and we'll find out what else we can get into. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Shopify helped businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 